What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Earbuds looking a little... dirty? Time to discover Clinear Ear Cleaners. Made of a soft, flexible material, Clinear Ear Cleaners remove excess earwax and provide relief from itchy ears and dry skin. They have a unique design with a scoop on one end to remove earwax and a fin on the other end to exfoliate dry skin. With Clinear, get the scoop on clean ears. Discover the line of products at Clinear.com. This is a headgum podcast. You know what it is? Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Milligan. What more can I say? You know what it is? Black men can jump. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Blah, 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 blah. I was waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> you believe it? Actually, that kind of fits this movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that was that was James the Third. What? Doing his that, gunshots. Well, last yeah, time I heard the gunshots, I, I you admonished him, and so yeah. I was expecting oh. the, that that gag to happen. Well, no. So like, because what's been happening now is because they admonished me so much. I haven't been sure about whether or not to do it for certain <laughs> but films. But you haven't stopped. And, but I, no, but there have been some where, where I don't do it and where I do something else. So for this one, though, I wanted to do the gunshots. Nice. I realized, like, we yeah. also never introduce ourselves anymore, and that's because of James the Third. Wait, always hey, hold on. That's a lie, too. We do introduce it. ourselves, no, don't no, we? No. Don't we? Okay, listen. I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm Draw Milligan. I'm James the Third. I really feel like we do this every episode. I don't know. We, we I don't know. I feel like we haven't been doing that. But yes, we have a we have a special guest. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. In wait studio. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. <clears throat> you get drums. We get. Oh damn. Wow, that was so sad. Jonathan Fernandez. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Bang bang. Also. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was a thank so classic. You. No, I appreciate bang, bang. it. Bang sniper shot from hundred meters out. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so uh, we 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 of course know Jonathan from UCB. He's uh, an incredible, amazing performer. Uh, oh wow. And he's also going to be. What? One of the stars of the new Lethal Weapon television show. Oh, Fox, yeah. y'all. Oh, on Fox. Fox. Sounds crazy. It Thank is... you for having me, by the of way. Hey, man. Hey, man. Awesome. What's up? You know? Yeah. Chill, honestly, straight up chilling. You're straight up <laughs> chilling, man. Like, honestly, like, I haven't had uh, a negative thought since I moved here from New York. Wow. 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 Yeah. We're in Los Angeles, by the yeah, way. Yeah, for our guests. We're, we're still in, we're in Hollywood. I mean, we we're, maybe we aren't here while you're listening to this, so we are. Here. No, but man, we're we've here been now. taking advantage of all of the amazing performers that are out here, and yeah, so we're reviewing Lethal Weapon. I'm interested yep. in seeing how if you could still be your surly character. I'm talking to Giraffe <laughs> in in the Los Angeles. It's true. Function. I mean, it's you know what it is. It's like I like to be very passionate, you know. So I feel <laughs> yeah. like passion transcends transcends location. You know, does it though? Wow. Because I don't know, dude. You know, I mean, enough, <laughs> enough, enough sunlight, enough sunlight, and just. 
Wait, uh, who, so who can I turn into? What, what would I? You're gonna. Who would I become without? Your, your final form. I don't even know what that is. I don't know, you're gonna evolve to my your final Frieza, form. What final is your form? Final form. Uh, you get a Frieza quote. If you get that, I love you. Yeah, oh, yeah Dragon Ball. That's why you even said it. Z. <laughs> yeah, nice guy draw. I actually just bought uh, a Dragon Ball Z game on uh, Nintendo DS. How is oh. it? Oh. I haven't played it yet. Wait, waiting for the special moment. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In your trailer, when you're like, you know what? I got 20 minutes. Honestly, oh, that's fine. Oh, Even, this is maybe this is TMI, but like a friend asked, like, "Oh, have you had uh, sex in the trailer <laughs> with, with my wife?" Uh, and like, honestly, there's no time. Like, I don't, there's, there's no, time. no, there's no, there's no thing of just like just chilling there for hours. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, I, really? I know you don't. I need hours to have sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who doesn't hours. need hours? You gotta have a warm up hour. Wow. The sex yeah. hour, then like the D sex. You guys hour. are having some the some D sex hour. Sex? The D sex. That's hour. why I don't have it too often because it takes too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. <laughs> oh, man. This is a good way to start the episode. <laughs> right, listen, so, man. You got to talk about sex. directly to uh, lethal weapon. Uh, well, well, it sounds like Jesse's got a lethal weapon in his pants. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no. First of all, John couldn't even, always judges. You couldn't even get through it. You, you laughed say the it. whole way That's through That's how it. you know it's good. <laughs> you couldn't even say oh, it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just you know, John is blushing all around. <laughs> he literally said it and immediately started blushing and put his head down. Well, it's just that like I've been I've been really really up on top of these like puns and I I couldn't. I uh, that was a bad one, but no, it was great. No, it was and great. I actually no, never apologize for a pun. Never apologize. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Lethal Weapon starring. Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Uh, this movie came out in 1987. Yep. Written by Shane Black. Shane Black, Shane, baby. The wonder Black. kind of his time. Wonder, wonder, yeah, he, yeah was. he was. He, he really was. was. Um, he wrote, just for people out there, he wrote, uh, he directed and wrote, was it Iron Man 3? Iron Man 3. Yeah. He's doing yeah. the new Predator. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, did he write the original Predator as well? He starred no, in he's it. He's in it. Just, he just I don't know if he starred. Did he star in it? He's no. in it. Wait, he's I in think it. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, well, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Star. Sorry, not star, but I mean, he's he was in it. In I it. think yeah. the Predator starred in Predator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but. Uh, Wait, who was he in Predator? He was like one of the. So, dude. I was oh, looking up. He's Hawkins is his name. Do you remember the one who did the joke? Yeah, and he does a joke go. about um, yeah, the wife, that. like uh, yeah, the big, the, the big, big puss, p- big puss. Yeah, and he's like the echo and stuff. That's oh, I didn't know that was him. I had Shane Black I that dude. I've seen the movie ten million times. Yeah, I can't him? believe that's him. That's mm-hmm. him. Wow, mm-hmm. cool. That dude's dope. Um, actually, I forgot to look up how much movie if money. Oh, was... it was it was a fifteen million dollar budget, and it made fifteen million dollar budget. Fifteen million, and it made one hundred and twenty million. Yeah, Woo! wow. I feel like fifteen sounds low. It does, but if you think it about is it, low for a mo- for a film, but yeah. with these special effects, but this is eighty seven. So yeah, 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 and like it feels like they're working with a limited budget throughout the movie. I feel. Interesting. Why do you, you think feel so that way? Yeah, because it was like they were like, okay, we got this one helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> like they definitely let's like used really that helicopter. Use this helicopter, and it was very up. few explosions. Like if you think about it, in one yeah. of these action movies, like if this was made now, you have ten explosions. This movie had two. There's there's very few. Ex- explosions there's not a lot of blood either they do like a lot of stuff that like masks the blood uh, of shots like like oh you're right so funny. Yeah. i never looked yeah. at it that way but you're right like, especially for so an cheap. 80s film because 80s right. films they loved their blood man yeah yeah uh, it's really no blood until the end where you like they're bloody yeah right and it's like that's when you get i mean like you can tell this had a low budget in the scene where they're like electroshocking uh, <laughs> uh um, rigs, yeah, rigs yeah. and it's just like there's no it's just like a sound effect it is him moving <laughs> it is <laughs> true there's yeah. no spark. But, but do you need more than that no i mean i guess no, not right don't. but if you know you have like the the the, the villainous asian dude yes. who knows his craft 
Yep. His uh, torturous craft. Who they call him a racist name too in it? Like like Mel Gibson Chow goes, Yeah, who's Chow over here? <laughs> like, oh my God. It's the first thing he says. He's like, Hey, who's Chow over here? He knows how But to it's like you have you have him hanging, you have the water, you have the villain and the uh defibrillator thing. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, but it's more. it's shot very well, like to the yeah, to Richard Donner's credit. Mm-hmm. It's shot very well. It's just like oh, Richard looks, Donner did do this. It just yeah. looks under you know, it just looks like they were doing tricks. Wait, is Richard right. Donner that's not that's not Superman, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Superman. <sighs> wow. And like wow. Goonies, am I right? <laughs> Was it yeah. Goonies? I forget. Yeah. yeah. So he also gave his blessing to the new to the show, the TV oh, show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dope. They went they went to him, like the creators, uh Matt Miller and, and McGee went to him to have a discussion about the new show and stuff, and he was like uh, he's like, yeah, it sounds like you guys have uh, good ideas for the, the arcs, and as long as you get the right two dudes, you should be straight. Wow. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Hey, awesome. man, we guess we got to watch this show. Well, they, yeah. they got... Oh, I mean, yeah. They got the... Yeah, well, yeah, definitely that. <laughs> got to watch this show. <laughs> they got the right two dudes in this movie, I think. I mean, it's so yeah. funny because wasn't, wasn't Murtaugh a white guy? Wasn't it written for a white guy? Isn't that the I think I think it wasn't it was written for no ethnicity which in Hollywood means white. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> right. I remember, I remember right. like right. like yeah. if it's not explicitly stated then they're then like people are like great so a bunch of white people and but, then you're yeah. like you're like oh this person could be black and they're like oh, oh I didn't see anywhere in the because script where it says black. Movie. It's right. a famous movie called not famous I guess but it's a documentary called Casting. What are mm-hmm. we talking about? What is it called? Oh, I've been wanting to watch Casting that. About or, or no, it's well, about a famous Casting New York, By. Casting, yeah, casting By. by and yeah. It's a famous New York casting director and she talks because she casted this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's Marion um, uh, Dar- Darty. She, she Doherty. pushed Doherty. Doherty. Only Doherty. Looking, Doherty. 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 And she pushed to get um, they pushed to get a minute because they were only looking at white men and she's like yo he can do it he can do it and like you know I mean that's great what's also great about it is like we just did Made in America, and, and, and a lot of these movies, when like they get cast, when like the casting changes to to black, they like write, let's change all the, you know, they have all these lines, yeah, and, make it specific, and they didn't do that. And at least in this movie, there's no reference to, there's no reference to race at all, which nope. I think yeah. is like great. Yeah, nobody, right? Like there's no, well, there is reference to race in the movie, but there's no reference to like his yeah, race and their race. relationship yeah. to with each other. Yeah, except yeah. for Chow. Yeah, and that, comes, that, that, comes in the last, that comes in the last fifteen. That's was it twenty minutes of the movie. Uh, should we do initial thoughts real quick? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It seemed, uh, I don't, is there anything else to say about it? Like the reception was pretty good. I feel like spawned, I mean, I mean it spawned, spawned four like, movies in a in three. A TV also, show. also, like I, I, it wasn't the yeah, I forget the first ones. It wasn't like the first buddy cop movie, but it was the one that like cemented it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, those are the guys that you think about when you say like buddy cops. Yeah, right. Because they had forty eight hours had come out yeah. earlier, but like. There was something about this, and I think the other thing was, uh, it was like there was a there was a, an emotional story to it mm-hmm. that yeah. felt genuine that yeah. you really didn't really see. Like Forty Eight Hours was like Forty Eight Hours jokey, a, you know? and it's also not buddy cop. Like it's like yeah, one con- is in a one convict, is a cop, the other. And this movie had technically at this point, Mel Gibson was like That's so true. super serious. Mm-hmm. So it was like you had Mel Gibson, you had Danny Glover, so you had these two really strong actors. In this movie, that was like a like before buddy cop movies became like just hee hee ha ha with explosions. Yeah, like they play they play this movie serious the entire time. Like right. there's jokes in it, but like Mel Gibson has the crazy eyes the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting not to bring it up exactly, but the the jump from the f- uh, first movie to the second movie is interesting because it like the first fifteen minutes of the second one are kind of like goofy. It is, <laughs> it, is. Yeah. it is, yeah, and it's like all of a sudden like that. So it's right. really weird comparatively speaking. Right, yeah. and they introduce um. 
uh, Joe Pesci. Joe right? Pesci. Who, Joe yeah, Pesci. such a goof. I mean, yeah. he's hilarious. No, it's, yeah, I know. And it it's... becomes like, and I remember. I mean, I haven't seen any of these. Like this one was the only one I've seen in recent years. You know, watching it for this. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I remember Joe Pesci being like one of my favorite parts of that series. Yeah, so. I actually like the fourth one with Chris Rock. With Chris Rock, great. yeah, but it was also great. I mean, it's like and gently, it, yeah. Um. So okay, yeah. Let's do initial thoughts, oh, right? Like, yeah. You want me to go? I go. I mean, watching this movie, um, I instantly remember when I saw it. When I saw it, and I remember thinking, you know what? This is probably in my. I have a list of like what I call man movies, which is probably wrong to say, but action movies. <laughs> um, my, ah, my, come on, this like, is man movies. Man's in quotes. Like my, yeah. my man, my man movie list goes. Uh, top one is always Predator. Mm-hmm. Number two is always um, Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, John McClane, best action character of all time. And this movie, watching it, I'm like, you know what? This could be three mm-hmm. because. Of Dan, like Danny Glover, the movie technically opens with him. Mm-hmm. The emotional through line is through him. Yeah, and I mean, we get to it. He kills the big bat. Yeah, he's twice. The, right. <laughs> he's yeah. definitely the. He's. I think we will talk about it more. Yeah, but to me, he's very much so the main character. Yeah. He, yeah. Like to me, yeah. he's the main. And then the thing is, like this show, Mel Gibson at a time where, like, again, he's coming off of like Road Warrior and stuff like that. Where he's so serious, and he still is serious and psychotic, um, like he was Mad Max, but he's still so funny. Like, he has a lot of, like, just throwaway lines that he does in this movie. I'm like, oh, this is great. The daughter was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do wish that they, I mean, of course, as we talk about well, almost all these movies, I wish there was a strong female character in this movie. Right. But yeah. but I do think, you know, it was just fun. So, I, I mean, I like this movie a lot. Yeah. yeah. Also, because all, uh, all of Mel Gibson's funny lines came from a place of crazy. Yeah, and like yeah. Not, and not knowing that he shouldn't say these things in this situation. Like, whether yeah. it's at the dinner table or wherever, there's like, oh, you're kind of crazy. That's why you're being so glib about these things. Right. So it's nice that it wasn't just for joke's sake or yeah. didn't feel like that. And and, and uh, Danny Glover had a family. Right. And he yeah. cared about his family. Black people care about their families. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about the film, John? I, I mean, it, it's it's so funny because, like, the uh, it's always been one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And so, like, when I started getting involved with the TV show, I was like, this is a joke. Because wow. of how yeah. much I love this movie, right? Yeah. And specifically, like there, the scene when uh, when Mel Gibson jumps off the roof with the dude yeah. and the handcuffs come off <laughs> for a second, yeah, oh. uh, which you can see, yeah, you can yeah, see. I didn't realize. Day. Yeah. I didn't realize. Clear as day, like they're they're miles apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when they jump off, and uh, and then Danny Glover, like you know, um, uh, throws Mel into the. Uh, I guess like a defunct bakery or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Man, do you really want to kill yourself?" And he's like, "What do you want me to say, man? That uh, you know, I have this this bullet that's for me, and you know, I'm yeah, kill myself or whatever." Point. Yeah, and it gets so crazy. And he's like, you know, and he's like, "Put the gun in your mouth and do it right now, or whatever." Yeah. And like the for me, it's always been like a masterclass. Uh, this is the most actory I'll ever sound in my entire life. <laughs> a masterclass in acting and like how, in intensity because he goes from like Mel Gibson goes from insane to like bored. In like a millisecond, yeah. You know when he's like they're about to do it, and the guns in his mouth or whatever, and then all of a sudden he's, uh, and then Danny Glover puts his finger in the in the uh, the hammer of the gun to stop it. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you really are crazy. And then he, and then Mel Gibson just like gets bored immediately. He's like, I'm hungry. I'm gonna go grab a bite to eat. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like the the arc of that is so nuts. And I've always thought about yeah. that. Oh my god. And then goodness. even Danny Glover in that scene too ramps up the moment Mel Gibson ramps up because at first he's like are you crazy are you crazy and then he gets mad the yeah. fact that Mel Gibson gets mad yeah. and he's the one who pulls out the gun yeah. it's like they're so intense and so close yeah yeah that's and, then, and, it, and it just and it comes down immediately immediately yeah. to just like oh the scene's over 
And then Danny Glover just kind of left with like that was really like you felt him being like that was crazy, yeah. <laughs> you know. And so, but I, I think about that scene a lot, and just in general, like it. This movie was always my joke uh, movie about like when people were like, "Oh, what's your favorite Christmas movie?" I would say Lethal Weapon. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny uh, because people make that joke about um, Die Hard, Die, Die Hard. Hard all yeah, the Die time. Too, but yeah. Lethal Weapon. When this movie started, I was like, "Oh, this is just like it's it's set in Christmas." Yeah, like, yeah. It's very much a Christmas depending movie. That my keeps mood, coming in back. Depending on my mood, I might say Lethal Weapon or uh, Batman Returns. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. Love Batman Returns. Which, I mean, like, yes, that was Tim Burton being like, "This is my Batman." Movie. Like, the first one was his Batman movie, but he was like, "This one's gonna be a Christmas." You know what I mean? Yeah, wow. Like, it's like, let's have a Christmas. There'll be snow. It'll be yeah. dark. It'll be totally. great. Long story short, I love it. Yeah, it's I, James. Okay. uh so I, I mean I have to whenever whenever it's these Uh-oh. no 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 I don't know what it is when about I, the way that you just said okay well no just whenever like, it's a movie that like I watched when I was a kid I have to do the and but I'm now rewatching it I have to do the two initial thoughts yeah like, yeah yeah so when I was younger I always loved the Lethal Weapon movies but but they were uh, they were always too. Um, like they got too hurt. <laughs> like it was oh. like I couldn't watch it because of how hurt they got. Like I remember, I think it's the second one where like the plastic goes over Danny Glover's face and like he's being choked. Yes. With the oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then even in this, I remember, um, I remember the part when uh, uh, Riggs gets shot with the with the shotgun and like goes through the window. I remember that. And then oh, yeah. how strongly he reacts to it afterwards is something that I. Like immediately remembered when when watching it again, like uh, and and, uh, and like how bloody uh, Murtaugh gets by the end was like always just like something for me that was always like oh my gosh that's so much blood like like right. actually too much for 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 little James so all that came, <laughs> little all of that came back to me watching it um, <laughs> in Mad Magazine they always uh, they always really high- highlighted that part I think for some reason I had the I remember my house I, I had the ones where they would do Lethal Weapon parodies yeah. And I would always crack up, like seeing how like uh, bruised and they bloody they get, were. It's like Especially so much, right? And yeah. like, there's that part where they're like walking through the club, like covered in blood, and like, uh, uh, oh my god, yeah. just like yeah. half naked, and like no one says anything. Yeah. And then they, even at the street, at the very end, like when they're trying to rush back to the house, like. Riggs is like crawling over to like Murtaugh who's like hunched over in the street yeah. and it's like yo these dudes need to go they to a hospital it. Yeah. they went through it well because um, his arm like doesn't work like Murtaugh's arm like he's like it's right. always kind of hanging right like the last right. quarter, third of the movie yeah. <laughs> because he gets he gets shot in the scene previous yeah so that that was something that was that was strong uh, that came back I didn't realize <laughs> wait okay I didn't realize that there was so much like so much of the theme of it is like this cop is gonna shoot you. <laughs> like I didn't realize like right. that that was oh. so much of the core of this movie. Like like um, uh, he kills a guy and then he goes, "Oops, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like what?" And yeah. the joke is like, "Have you not killed someone? I, yeah, if you don't yeah. kill somebody tomorrow, then we'll be friends or yeah. whatever it is." <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought that like that stuff was crazy. That being said, uh, love it though. I think it's so well written. I'm a huge Shane Black fan, like even more now after seeing this movie as a, as an adult. Especially, yeah, he was what 20 when he wrote it. Yeah, yeah, bro. yeah. He was a little kid. Crazy. He wrote it in uh, college or something. Cra- yeah, yeah, in college. Um, <laughs> I, and like, right? and their relationship is so interesting, and the way it develops it, is so cool. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, that was my... Yeah, so for me, like, because I, I, 
again, I was a little bit sheltered. As, <laughs> I feel like we're getting to know this more and more. <laughs> I was a little bit sheltered as a child. So like, I didn't really, ca- I didn't really watch any of these movies. I saw them like on television when oh. they would play them like on TV. Oh, the edited version. So yeah, it was like TNT. a very edited version. Like, I mean, I remember like the W. Do you remember the WB? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. The WB would show movies all the time, and I think I felt like. This movie, like RoboCop, a lot of like those 80s movies, like I saw on television. So edit it with commercial breaks, you know, and like I barely, like I, I, it's just very scattered memories. Like I remember scenes more so than like Mm storylines. Like I remember the fight scene at the end. So I was like, oh yeah, I know this whole scene. Yeah, man. The fountain. Yeah. The hydrant. Yeah. First off, they, you know, that last fight scene at the end is ridiculous. It's so, it's so cool. I, but yeah, so also, watching. I was imagining it, now Gary Busey in any kind of I know. Which is athletic insane. situation. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And like, and, but this movie was, it was so great. And for so many different reasons, I will say like up top, like Gerard kind of mentioned this briefly, but like it, it, it wasn't doing anything for females, which a lot of these yeah. movies in the 80s don't. But like, I, they so don't. much, there was like this one moment, this brief moment where um, uh, the doctor in the, who works at the, a police station yeah, is like yelling at the chief or the psychiatrist and she's like this guy is unstable he like should not be there and she was like very strong and powerful in those scenes and i was like this actress is amazing she's like holding her own and like that was cool but then like they never show her again like she literally disappears and yeah. i was like yeah. that kind of sucks because i thought she was a really i thought she was cool, gonna be more in the movie great too. character honestly though because if she is then it's kind of like why aren't they doing something about this man right yeah. right <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I and it so. does feel that way like like it does feel like they're like yeah he is suicidal he is all those things so like why do they yeah. just like yeah and they like don't let danny glover's like murdoch's wife uh have like any real character at all she like yeah. is like there to kiss him mm-hmm. there to like cook dinner yeah. uh and like there to be like ah and scream yeah. but like there's no like she doesn't get an emotional scene like it you know neither does the well, i guess the door to fair is a little bit better but she's basically a damn yeah she's distress. a damsel yeah, in distress like, also also uh damsel in distress and then the other thing is like she just likes uh rigs yeah, yeah. which is very creepy like yeah, you do no feel like they're gonna develop it more it was at so, times, it and was then so they're just creepy. like. Oh, I mean, God. it was a funny. I thought it was funny. Like it was just like, oh, she's like, she sees this guy come over, and she's like fawning over him, and like Danny Glover. Okay, so this is what I have to say. Danny Glover is so. I know Mel Gibson is really good in this movie. Danny Glover is so good. Oh, yes, man. yes, he is. And yeah. like, oh. Mister, and like, in a way that I was like, again, like this happens to us a lot. But like, I was like mad that like. This, I know he works all the time, but like I still feel like he didn't get what he deserves because like, yeah, like as much as like Mel Gibson is great and like really nails this character and like and like this is after he did Mad Max, so like yes, after, after so all like all of them, yeah, and like and like he, it, it's not like necessarily a stretch for him to do this character. It's like a smart movie for him to do again. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Makes sense. But like Danny Glover, like. His career up until this point, you know, his biggest film was The Color Purple, you know, oh, right. and he and he like he he'd done a bunch of television shows like guest spots and stuff like that. He'd done a couple movies. Another movie was also about like not slavery, not but like, you know, the black struggle. Like it was like yeah, yeah. racist south. He was like in the yeah. racist south, like yeah. forgot what the film is called, but like um so like he didn't really get to do too many of these uh roles where like his race wasn't a f- a factor like a real factor you know what i mean it was like he got to do a juicy role of just like that would have probably went to a white guy but like this casting director was like i actually think danny glover is great 
you know, she probably didn't even think too much. I mean, I'm sure she thought about the diversity, but it was like, look, there's no reason you can't have Danny Glover, and I think he's an amazing actor. You should get him in this movie. Yeah. And, like, uh, apparently the story I was just re- reading on Wikipedia, like, the story goes, like, they, they flew them in together, and, like, within two hours, like, she black and like the director was like yeah this is it like they they had found so many things in the script moments where they were laughing and crying like that and the chemistry was just so so on point that they were like it's got to be these two it's got to be this guy i think mel gibson was already signed on so like yeah that's really what struck out for me was like how great danny glover was and then the other thing that i have to say and we can get into this later on too but like shane black like his writing was great he makes a couple of mentions about police shooting black people yes, uh, that the, was like i was like whoa this is, is yes. in 1987 bro yeah, 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 yeah. like this is like when it was still kind of like low-key like people weren't really talking about it before black Rodney people King. were i know black people <laughs> were but it wasn't in the, con- in the public consciousness. no you know? it wasn't in the yeah. white public conscious yeah. you know what i mean like of course black people were but like you know it you know it, it's not a huge point it doesn't make a huge point about it and i'm sure white people glossed over it but like he did it enough in this way that was like i was like th- i was like Dude, good for you. Okay, like, so good because I, I wasn't sure. So it was so subtle that, that I wasn't sure if it was intentional. But it happened enough that I was like, I think he did it. And so the fact that you see it too. There are, two, mean, there are two reasons why. It was because one, like like uh, uh, either you or Jonathan was saying like about the fact that it was like all death. Like, the, like um, Danny Glover was like. You know, look, I shoot this guy in the leg and I don't kill him so we can question him. Right, yeah. And, like, Mel Gibson was, like, you know, shooting people to kill. And he was like, you shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, I remember when it was brought up then, I was like, I was like, yeah, man. Like, it's just so funny. He's making a commentary on police culture of, like, shoot to kill. Like, this, like, where it still happens today where, like, Uh, police are not trained to, like, shoot to disarm. Like, you shouldn't try to be killing the bad guys just because they're bad guys. You can defend yourself, but there is. But Danny Glover's like, look, I can defend myself and also not yeah. kill him. I mean, yeah. the little black kids were the most blatant. The little black kids literally. And then, yeah, when, when they, that scene when happened. When they show up, when the cops show up, the Woo! little black kids are always skeptical about, like, you gonna take him to jail? And then when they interview them, one of the little black kids says, Don't talk to them. They're gonna put you in jail. They're gonna put you yeah. in jail. And then you kill people. The, and th- then the, the kid says, Then the kid says, ask Mama question. says, Police policemen shoot black people is it true is that true oh yeah is that true true? and he keeps saying it over and over and over and danny glover gets no answer danny glover just looks and it's like you know doesn't say anything which i thought was great because he's like i don't know how to respond to this i'm a witch you little bro like that's what i (laughs) but also like i mean you know i got all these cops i'm a cop so in my notes i wrote that 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 and specifically that yeah he doesn't answer is the most truthful moment that has ever been in any movie. It's yeah. so true in, a, in any movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that those are the things that really stuck out to me. But but then there were a couple others that I think are are probably silly, and maybe I was looking too closely at this <laughs> yeah. movie. Well, do you want to bring them up now? Well, because they yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we can talk about it later. No, I'll talk ahead. about it later. What is it? Well, because they are later in the movie. They're like the end of the movie. Okay, yeah. Let's bring it up when, when we get to it. I'll, I'll try to remind you. Like so. Basically, for those who haven't seen this, you should see it. It's on Netflix. Like all of them are all on them Netflix, are, yeah. which I think has to be looped to the show. I think, yeah, 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 right. It's like, got it. All of a sudden, it was all of a sudden. They're all on yeah, Netflix. All of them, um, which is great. Um, but basically, you know, it starts with Dan- Danny Glover's character. He has a family. Uh, it's a very beautiful family. You know, he has a wife. He has uh, an older daughter, a younger daughter, and, a, and is it two daughters and a, and two a son? Daughters, yeah. Yeah, two daughters. One is really a very young. One's like funny six moment. Or something. 
He's in the uh uh he's in the bathtub. In the bathtub, like, that's where we're trying first... to relax. Yeah. And then everyone comes in to wish him happy birthday, but yeah. it's like the worst thing that could ever happen. Dude, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm he telling you, so man. Good, man. I'm sorry. Bro. I'm telling you, this I am not kidding. This is an Oscar worthy performance. The man He's in the bathtub. He's 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 like taking a bath, relaxing. His entire family bursts through with a cut with the cake, and they're like kissing him. And he literally on his face shows both elation that his family is here, like recognizing this sweet thing, and then also like, I wish I could have just had my yeah. moment here. Yeah, 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 like yeah. he does both. He does both simultaneously, yeah. which is so truthful. And like it never happens. Actors no. never do this. Well, also it's like the thing of like, especially in these kind of movies. And I remember saying like, yeah. I think what's so important about this movie is this movie hired real. I don't want to say real actors, but this movie hired actors, like actors who hold, who can cry, who can have an emotional weight and still have them be in an action movie. You know, and the script actually led to that. The mere fact that he's in this tub and then he gets happy, his family's there, and his oldest daughter, before she leaves, goes, you have a little gray in your beard. Yeah. And all of a sudden- very real. And then he looks in the mirror- Nesty you know, he shaves it. You know, it's like it's just a real shaves like, the beard. Yeah, yeah. And then has the running thing of like, I'm too old for this. Like yep. and yet it's not it doesn't feel like a catchphrase. Like it becomes a catchphrase later on in the series yeah. in the movies. But like in this movie, it's like even though it, it even though technically it is a catchphrase because he says it a couple times, it's like it feels so natural. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, it feels like he's just like in tune with his like mortality all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. 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 He's fifty because he wakes up. He he's fifty years up, old. Yep. He's yeah. fifty, and like I mean, his wife Lily makes one of his wives cooking, and like she literally drops the eggs, and she's like, "Don't step in the eggs." He's like, "Oh yeah, why would I not think to look at the? Why would I not think to watch out for eggs on the floor?" It's like <laughs> little moments like that are just. You know, what's funny? My human. my wife uh, pointed like that. I've seen that scene 10,000 times, but uh, right away she was like, like she was so taken aback by the fact that the family burst into him while he was uh, naked. Right. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I don't know, I feel like that's pretty normal to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that was, un- it was weird to me because I was like, wait, it's no bubbles? Like, it wasn't even a scene where it was like a bunch of bubbles and he was chilling. Yeah. Like, this dude is just like naked in the tub. Yeah, I felt like, I don't know, with my family, like, I don't think we would ever, like, we weren't bath people. So right. I, I, we didn't have this situation. But like, I feel like we were, like that wasn't as crazy to me right uh, and so it's just interesting to, to, to look at it that way yeah to me it like just it defines who that family is like right up top without yeah, so having close. to say too much you're like I yeah that's how close they are yeah, yeah i get so this close. family i get that he's really close with them you know and so then we uh we kind of have this other scene um with mel gibson you know introducing his character uh oh sorry i guess the whole point of the maybe just the overall plot is just you have this guy who has a family straight laced cop he's getting a little old but you know he's doing a good job then you have this other cop mel gibson's character who's just like crazy suicidal you know getting shipped around he gets partnered up with danny glover and they go and solve this like heroin case that i don't think this movie didn't have a coroner though no that's yeah my character in the tv show is brand new Oh. Yeah, yeah man nobody knows i like that even you know what's funny to like now that we're loosely on the subject uh i, I swear this is not like plug central but <laughs> oh, plug way, it. is that we're what, doing like the web <laughs> that's true <laughs> what's really cool to me about the tv show is that every kind of social thing that um the movie got a lot of social things right right yeah uh and the things that may have slipped by maybe because of the time or uh in this, the current situation in the 80s uh i feel like the show is correcting so like the the mother character is is now a strong female character, right. yeah, and she is a high powered attorney, and awesome. then and then the uh, the psychiatrist is around more, and you feel like she does have an actual influence on what's happening with the cops, and, right. and yeah. she's always around, and and it's no longer just like 
I'm showing up just to say this guy's suicidal and I'm out. Right. You know, it's yeah, like she's yeah. around and like you, you know, and that's how you not, they're they're using it as a storytelling element. So you can find more and more exactly. about Rick, yeah. yeah. you know, and then uh, and also the, the uh, I was uh, talking about this at an interview the other day where it's like the, for me, the thing I'm most proud about is that like they are continuing the the storyline of like these people just happen to be uh, racially, uh, you know, specific. Or whatever, yeah. right. you know, they just—that's just what it is. Like we're just like seeing a slice of life of these people that happen to be black or Hispanic or whatever. Right. Like I never talk about my character being Latino. Yeah. Like the, uh, you know, uh, Jordana Brewster, who's a psychiatrist, never talks about her like Latino side. Like you know, the the black family never like they just happen to be a black family, right? And yeah. all of a sudden, it's like one of the most diverse shows on TV. Beautiful. And and it's no it's but there's no stereotypes like whatsoever right yeah it's crazy Ooh. that's that's awesome are you gonna tell Janetta Brewster I love her right That'd be, yeah I mean <laughs> okay, the, the, sure the text is out the draft is make sure you say that this podcast loves yeah man yeah so I don't know do you want to talk about that first scene where the white girl's naked and jumps off yeah I mean yeah that's an awesome helicopter shot yeah 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 awesome shot I think it's I think it's very well I, I don't know like i th- it's an action movie it opens with a naked girl doing doing coke and then jumping off of uh, a building right uh, 80s baby and i was like yeah, and i was really like there's so 80s. it's so 80s uh but then part of me was also like this doesn't feel like so maybe this is me being a guy and not a, a girl woman. Excuse me. Whoa, dude. <laughs> uh, Whoa. Uh, Honestly, but like, but no. But I just thought that like, uh, I thought that there was taste to it. Is that weird? No, it's not weird. I, I there was a part. Of, there was she a part of me. She didn't have to be. She did there was not. A, there was a part of me that was always, like, you don't have to have show nudity. Yeah, like, right, you, yeah, almost always. Yeah, it's like it's always like why? No, we I this, this immediately was. I was immediately I was like. 80s movies, man. They they always have to have women naked. They can't stop it. Yeah. But then there was another part of me that was like, there is like the way that they're doing like her shirt is kind of open and like there's like wind like pulling a little bit. Like it did feel a little bit artistic. Like it didn't feel like blatant like just like here's a gratuitous like boob shot. Also at that point Jingle Bell Rock faded out and now it's just like straight up saxophone, right? Yeah. And like and like and it and it and it they take I feel like this movie takes like the the like death seriously yeah mm. whereas like a lot of 80s action movies were like whatever like let's just be killing people left and right you know what i mean mm-hmm. like robocop is so brutally violent, so violent. Yeah. and yeah, like bro. in a way that's unapologetic and they don't really care like they don't like deal with the vi- like there's not like stakes to it like it's not like every life matters like it's like well, we're just gonna kill a bunch of people <laughs> yeah. and in this movie it feels like every person who dies they're like that sucks hey, man, you know what i mean rephrase all lives matter into every life matters yeah, but every life, but the, but the, but the continuation of that sentence. Is, I go do that. No, time out for a second, James. I go do that. No, I go start that here. Try to make it seem like I'm saying every life matters. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about those lives. I care about black lives only. Black lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> he did gunshots all that shit. No, but what you're saying is true though, because like, this, like every time someone dies, for instance. It's always remember, like every person that Riggs shoots, mm-hmm. uh, Murtaugh brings up as like literally yeah. the whole running thing of it is it's a big deal, and it's interesting to me that this movie even touches on like one of the earlier scenes with Riggs when we were get to get to see him in the field is him 
going undercover like on this like cocaine bust. Yeah. Or whatever, right? Oh, right. Like so he's undercover on this cocaine bust. They don't believe he's a cop. Um, he pulls out his gun. He was a hundred. He's like a hundred. Yeah. yeah. He pulls out a hundred dollars. They're like, and he barely gets a hundred. You idiot. He barely gets the hundred too. That's like, the crazy on, part. Yeah, that was so funny. But like the thing is, so so the shootout happens, and he chases the guy down, right? And well, first he does the he, his, the the first time he ever did the rolling. Yeah, he does the rolling oh, gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's insane. I mean, he's fantastic. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, he's but also, he, he somehow just dodges. Immediately starts shooting. Him like, yeah, but he dodges like the guy who's hiding in the truck with a shotgun. Like, how'd you? Yeah, I don't how'd know you how. do that? The dude was so close, and yeah. he just like literally stepped out the way. But when he's chasing the last guy, he grabs him, and he has this moment of like pissed that the guy didn't shoot him. Right, and he's just like. To me, seeing a cop, even an undercover cop, just like aggressively holding a person that close with the person being in fear, for some reason just jumped to today for some reason. Yeah. yeah totally. And all those shots of just like, you know, people being choked out and like people literally being fearful of the people who are supposed to protect them. Yeah. Even this, even though this guy was a bad guy, it was like the, the, the craziness in his face. And even the cop that comes up and says, hey, Riggs, Riggs. The cop lets him do it for a second. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's like a right. hot second. The cop lets no, it go, yeah. and then it's like, right. "All right, Riggs, Riggs." He's yeah. like, "Man, this is." Yeah, and in that scene, by the way, he like the guy had a first had a gun to his head, and Riggs was like, "Do it, shoot me, shoot me." Ah! Yeah, <laughs> he was yeah. Like, that's when the crazy eyes came yeah, in, yeah, man. Yeah. I it was this scene where I got mad at my childhood self for not understanding that Mel Gibson was he's Australian, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, but for not understanding that because his accent. In in just this scene in particular, <laughs> like you're like, wait, you just said that. Yeah, it's suspect like, as shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. I, was sounds... the, I was the same way though. I didn't know for years that he was Australian. And that's and it, but it now feels insane that I that it didn't yeah. come out. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yo, you're listening to him right now. He's like, he's like, he goes like, he's like, uh, uh, do it. You know what I mean? Like, he has like a lot. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, he got the classic moment. What a bro. weird voice that you just put in the other way. But, we have a real Australian in the move watching us. Well, just... no, but I'm talking. I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to do the, an Australian accent. I'm trying to do his a, yeah, Mel accent. Gibson doing an American accent, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which sounds like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it does. It's yeah, like, has a weird twang. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I mean, wait, I don't know what else. Can, I, can I talk about? Mil- I mean, not Mel Gibson, Danny Glover for a second. Yeah, let's talk about it. Because again, like I, you know, I like to call. I call actors by their the most popular movie name. So like Mister, mm-hmm. um, as I will Stop. refer to him for the rest of the movie, <laughs> Mister, for instance, Damn. in this movie, it's like he's so he's so, and it it comes from the script, but he's so well written because to me this was the first time, and um, Desi, you brought it up, him just in the tub with his kids, and his, each one of his kids kisses him in the mouth, says happy uh, birthday, and leaves, and like this dad. The next time you see him, he's coming down the steps, playing with his kids, and the, like mm-hmm. his sister, I mean, the daughter's friend comes, steals bacon. He takes the bacon, eats it. He's super playful, super like, he's a dad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a dad. He also is a cop who cares about people. And to me, this was like, he was, I don't even know what to call him, because he wasn't the uh, the exceptional Negro in this movie. No. He was a dude. He's a regular. And it was like just a regular guy. guy. And it threw me off. Because on this podcast, we was like, oh, where's the, where's the doctor? Where is this? We got it in this movie, yeah. and it was it was jarring to me. It always made me be like, "What? If it worked here, not only yeah. that too, but there are like there are like several just black cops that are just there also like interacting with him, yeah. which I thought was like 
something that was so cool about the movie, the fact that race so wasn't a thing for so much of yeah. it. Yeah, and like, I really lo- like, speaking to the normalcy of it, like, there was the moment where his daughter comes down, uh, like, oh, yeah. she's like, oh, I'm going out, you know, um, this is my prom dress or something like that, right? And she's wearing this, like, you know, a very lovely dress, but also, like, a little bit revealing, and, like, he's looking at her, but, like, instead of playing, like, the classic, like, you're not wearing that, and, like, yelling, yeah. he's just, like, he literally's just, like, uh, I'm, oh, you know, like, kind of, like, and, stutters, himself, like, yeah. and, it, yeah. and then he <laughs> and says, then he, and then he, oh, what is he, what is he, he, mum- he mumbles, he goes, he goes, heartbreaker, heartbreaker. something like that, right? Yeah. Like, where he's just, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, something about his heart, yeah, where, it was just, like, this, that was amazing. It's a real like, moment, man. Oh, man, yeah, dude. Really, even really even him, even him, one of my one of my favorite scenes in this movie, because I think, and it, this, again, Danny Glover, Mel Gibson, chemistry is so good, but Danny Glover, um, when he's rushing home uh, after Riggs gets shot, he realizes, like, they're going to his house. He rushes home, sees a note they have the kids, and he gets the phone call, I advise you to wait by the phone so you can find out where to meet us. He holds the phone. Right, and all of a sudden, and it's such a such a directory thing. The camera like slowly moves from the phone up to him. Riggs comes in, and you just see everything on his face. Yeah, everything. He just not even loud, but like not even a whisper. He just goes, "They took, they took my kid." Yeah, and it's just, and they just sit. They both stand there for a second. Riggs takes the phone and he walks over, and then the next shot is literally Riggs with the phone and just him and his wife holding, holding each other. Mm. And it's like he just has this face of just like. That's a black family that's just there, and it's like I, it was just so cool to me. And this dude had—he didn't cry, yeah, like because that's one of those scenes like an actor would have been like, "Oh, my daughter's gone, let me cry." But he had a look of just heartbreak and terror, yeah, right. right. You know, even like even like that reminds me of like his discovery in the in the beginning of the movie when he's discovering that like, oh, I got he got this call from you know from the the, the general, character. right? You know, like he he's like. He remembers that, and then and then and then he goes to the crime scene, and then he like connects, like, oh shit, that's you know, like when he that's yeah, his daughter, when he connects all those things, yeah. and then has to call the guy, like he there's, I don't know, it feels very real, feels very yeah, honest. Thinking about his own true. family, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he calls and, the wife, he has to call the wife to get the phone number, right, mm-hmm, like yeah, his acting was his acting was superb. You're right, you know what, John, you're right. This is like, I mean, he has so many levels of being tough. Seeing a black man be vulnerable, to me, to see any man be vulnerable in a movie is, to me, very great to see. But black men are also were known to be so tough and to be so guarded and to be so protective. But to see a guy do all of those things, but also be vulnerable and cry, to yeah. see a, to see a man cry, to me is like such a moment because that means he has let down his guard, right? And everyone is watching it. You know what's right. interesting about it too is that his vulnerability comes from a place of high status still, mm-hmm. where yeah. it's not just like down and out character being yeah. vulnerable because everything sucks. Right. It was yeah. just like, no, he's vulnerable in a, in a, in a but he's still on top. Still yeah. on top. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you never feel like even, uh, I mean, we're jumping around, but like that scene, so there's like a scene where him and Mel Gibson are at a shooting range and, and he's, and they're like kind of comparing their <laughs> oh, yeah. shots and like, they, and, and Danny Glover, like, you know, he, he does the thing, he gets his uh, target uh, paperback and you're looking at it, it's like pretty good. Like he uh, he hit the person like at every point, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, it's like a little scattered, but it's all like on the person. And then like Mel Gibson gets his back, and it's like a perfect square box, like right yeah. in where the heart is. Uh, and and like, but Danny Glover's like, it's like okay, cool. Like 
hold on, man, watch, watch this. Like, and then he does it again. And he shoots and he like directly hits the person in the center of the head. He's like, see? And Mel Gibson does it again, puts it all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Like Should we talk about that scene? That was so good at how long Dude. he just wait. It was a wait. Yeah, yeah. he waits. Yeah, he did so it in real time. And he whistles. But like, it's just real time. Real time. Can, yeah. can I say, though, that <laughs> so what bothered me so much about that is then in the next scene, the helicopter's there, and he misses every shot. <laughs> like, he should have at least... You can't have him perfectly hit this 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 uh, this target from but all the way it's back. it's a moving target, And then man, he does... No, he should have got... He should have got one hit in. Like target, just, it's the wind. It's the wind. I know, he man. Was, he was shooting... He was shooting into I'm the... Sure like, hit, I'm sure he they, hit the helicopter. They made such a big deal about it's how true. good... The scene right before it, they it's true. There was a part of me... There was a part of me when the guy was like, there's some bad news. I thought he was gonna be like I this gun hit my <laughs> tank and this plane this <laughs> cop's going, going down, down. Yeah, yeah. oh man we're trying to defend it so hard but it is stupid it's just a fun scene it's just a fun scene but, in, but the se- I, in the second movie though there's like he does shoot a helicopter down easily uh, okay well then there you go I mean yeah. because they set it up yeah. there's yeah. history for it yeah but it, so just just one more thing about uh, Danny Glover like because John said like I, I I watching this movie um, when I think about like Mister's career. Uh, like I, <laughs> like Danny I Glover's like, career. So like, it's not Mister's career. It's Danny <laughs> yeah, Glover's. What's Viola Davis's character in The Help? Like, could you imagine yeah. that he just? Hey, hey don't do that. Hey, but, but uh, that's basically hey, what hey. you're doing to Danny Glover right now. Yep. No, I'm. No, I'm not. Yep. No, I'm not. <laughs> yep. No, I'm not. I know. The help I, is the help is different. You're right. The help is different. Mister, no, no. You take that back. You take it back, John. It's right. close, so man. Mad. Yo, first of all, don't ever watch. Have you seen The Help? I have not. Good. Don't Neither ever watch. Neither have I. It. Oh, really? yeah. Anyway, hey, man. If we get a guest that makes me watch the movie, I'm probably going to lose my shit. But anyway, <laughs> but I think of Mister's career, right? So Mister had the color purple. He had this movie which made a bunch of money, right? And I feel like we know what happened to Mel Gibson after, right? He was already big, but Mel Gibson like became huge. Yeah. Why are you calling Mel Gibson Mel Gibson, but you call him Danny Glover, Mister? I know that's messed up. When we, I mean. Braveheart? We call him Braveheart? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fine. Braveheart. <laughs> but then it's, but it, the problem is, this is my problem. The problem with Mel Gibson is that Mel Gibson has had a bunch of characters where it's like he could be Mad Max, he could be Braveheart. Anyway. Also, also his name in The Color Purple is Albert. They, she calls him Mr. <laughs> I know, but like, bruh, I'm not even call calling him, him by the I'm character call name. Him, hey, hey. Whoopi call him Mr. There's this scene, I'm in, call him there's Mr. This scene in Roots when Kuta Kente is strapped and they're whipping him and they're telling him that his name is not his name. Are you, you are doing you? that to Danny Glover? Right? Oh, <laughs> my goodness, yeah, dog. Did you wow. just... All right, I'm trying to look at his career. Wow. Yo, did you just do that to me? You got mad real. You did it to Danny You pressured Glover. me in the call. You just, you just pressured me in the call and Danny Glover by his name. Yes, by his... God, by his government by his name, mother-given name. Dude, this got real. Who are... <laughs> A fine, fine. You just call him Murtaugh. He's no. You could call him Murtaugh yeah, in this sure case. Call him Murtaugh. In this context. Anyway, we, you were making a point, and we derailed you. I know yeah, so sorry, much. Sorry. I don't remember what it was. Something oh, about his. Career. Oh, it was about, okay about Mister's career, right? All right, <laughs> Predator so, Two. Yeah. So when I think about when I think about Mister's career, like he did Predator Two, <laughs> but I think about Mister. I think of um uh Morgan Freeman a lot, like side by side, like uh, uh and I, I hate to compare careers, but I feel like um Mister also coming out of. The Color Purple, and this movie proved he could act, right? Yeah. He proved he could act. And at this point, and yes, Mel Gibson was in it, but Mel Gibson wasn't huge in America. He proved he can make money. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like some of these these jobs like, you know, Shawshank and and just just these, just these elaborate roles. But I think I think Mr. is actually doing 
commercials right now. And there's no diss to commercials, but I'm just saying, like, he's doing commercials now. And I'm like, this dude, to me, is a legendary actor. He's like the black... I mean, I remember watching The Color Purple in, in school. Yeah. Like, we had to read the book, and then we had to watch the movie. And I remember watching him and being like, yo, I was terrified of him. Like, it lasted for years. And I'm like, why, why is he not... Uh, uh, why is he not like the older guy that's like in some movie that I, I don't know where you know it might have been a choice. You yeah, think? It, possibly. It, that's yeah, it is possible. That he was, was he was in. I remember seeing him in in Saw, and I was like, I felt like it was a comeback for me. Yeah. Oh, he we, was he great was in, in Saw. Saw. He we, was great in Saw. We've talked about like Angels uh, in the Outfield. I'm looking at oh, this. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, it's an outfield. I mean, but he's, he's like so good in that movie. He's a smaller character in that movie. Uh, for sure. uh, but like I brought up before, Gone like fishing. who was who <laughs> was a household name like gr- growing up, and like while while Mel Gibson is a huge star, Danny Glover was more of a household name than Mel Gibson was in my in in my household. Even though Mel Gibson was in way more movies, and I and that's probably just because he was black. Know, uh, he was black, and mm-hmm. you know, no, I just I'm just the only reason I bring it up because I, I, I like like John said. That is you know, because he was black. He was no, so I mean, great. Yeah, that, that's why I yeah. think it's to your point. It's not problem. Yeah, but he was so great. Like, and the thing is, like, if you look at, I mean, just certain seasons, I know we keep jumping around, but like, even at the end, when like. Uh, He's never been nominated for, for anything, an Academy right? Award. What about, he didn't get he it was, for the Color Purple? No. Bro. Bro, he no. was so good in the Color Purple. Man. Yeah, they didn't, they don't. It was like one at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Right. laughs> Whoopi got a nomination. They're like, cool, cool, cool. I mean, it, 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 it's interesting because, I mean, like, this dude does such great work, and he has a, a, a catalog of great work. And, yeah, of course, he has, like, those straight-to-DVD movies, like, you know, almost everyone legitimately does. But, like, but. I think he's done those movies because, like, the I, I, I legitimately don't think the, the uh, career choices were as broad as, like, some of his white counterparts who are doing equal, if not maybe sometimes lesser work than he yeah, was. He, you did know what Predators, I mean? he did Predators. Yeah, he, he did Predators. Predators, too. Predator too. Like, honestly, it was like the biggest, you know, and then he's in, he's, he is, he's he did other movies. He was like uh, supporting roles in other movies as well. Yeah. Like he was in the Royal Tenenbaums and like, he's uh, done like wait. stuff. Like he's a working actor. He's been, been things, but like, first of all, he was, I looked up, yeah, he was like 40 years old when this movie, when Lethal Weapon came out. Yeah. 40 something. Yeah. And, you know, like he's he's an older guy already. Yeah. Like so, you know, he didn't have his prime wasn't too much. You know what I mean? Like even you think about yeah. predators, like he was already like he's like forties. You know, doing like a a very yeah. heavy action movie, and but they didn't give him those like the George Clooney roles. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like he wasn't exactly. getting that kind of stuff. But like, exactly, like like a a forty year old black man is old, right? Like. Where and he's like he's retired he's he's retired he's playing what fifty in this he's playing fifty he's playing 50. in 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 the in the movie and so so my my question right we've we've said this we've said this before but like that we think that that the the true lead of the the true lead of the movie is Danny Glover but the lethal weapon that they say in the movie is Mel Gibson and Mel Gibson's right? first build and he's for, and Mel Gibson his first build so like I mean I feel like that in a he is forty in this, but like Tom Cruise just did the like the fifth. Well, most of, most of our, yeah. he's fifty. Yeah. Most yeah. of our action heroes are old now. Like, yeah, maybe you took like Tom Cruise, Will Smith, uh, uh, was it Robert Downey Jr. is in mm-hmm. his fifties. Um, Hugh Jackman is, is almost in his fifties. Bruce Willis is the oldest man alive, still doing <laughs> action hero. Action. 
The Rock is almost 50. Rock is 45. 45. Mm-hmm. Whoa, for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wait, like, let me look wow, it up. I think it's like, Rock, I think, like, baby. To, to, uh, I, I want to be devil's advocate for a second, but not yeah. in a... No, it, no, it's good. It's good. No, we no but I also it. don't have an example to back, <laughs> sure. back it up. But I feel like that whole thing... Like, there's there's plenty of movies. Maybe we could, you know, synergize or something, come yeah. up with one. But, like, where you look back on them, you're like, why didn't this person blow up? Right. And the yeah. other person did. You know, regardless of demographic and like race and stuff. So yeah. I wonder, like, that's what I was saying before. Maybe it was a choice, or maybe like maybe he just wanted to do things that were different that didn't like also propel him further. Or, right. like, I mean, like in Rain Rain Man, Tom Cruise is like fifty three or something, like playing a fifty three year old, and he's in his twenties or something. So Rain Man, what are you talking about? I brought I brought that up because in this, Danny Glover has always been old, right? Yeah, but. Oh, but the whole the, point of what we're talking about is that like 40s is actually not, you know what I mean? It's not that old for Hollywood. I, so the, my only, my, my thing about the, my thing about like maybe it was his choice is that one, it doesn't seem like he didn't do a bunch of sellout movies. Like he didn't do a bunch of movies that we would think of like, oh, he was just taking a paycheck. Yeah. And he also didn't stop working. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like to me, it's like, well, it's not like he was like, I want to stop working and be with my family and it also wasn't like oh i'm just doing these movies because i'm trying to make the most yeah. bank he was doing movies it's just like the, the, i don't know for whatever reason they weren't as high as clout now it could be that he chose the wrong scripts that's very possible but like i don't know like he wasn't it wasn't the same and and also the fact that this was he was 40 i was like my man was probably really really because his acting career goes back until you know a couple at least nine years before this he was mm-hmm. doing TV stuff so I'm like this dude was probably very very good then and it took him this long to break but you know all, but and it, it happens, happens like with a, white people all the time obviously but Steve it happens Carell, with African Americans and then I we think found it out he's just like what is it uh, I remember there was a, this, 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 this interview with um, Idris Alba and Idris Alba talks about his struggle in New York when he moved to New York Idris Alba said he did not get an on camera job till he was 31 going on 32 years old what's up folks this podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so watch your payday. The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. 
Introducing the latest grilling hall of flavor inductee. Meet summer's favorite hot dog and the classic cheeseburger. One is juicy with Oscar Mayer beef and finished with unmistakable Heinz ketchup and mustard flavor. The other is melty with Kraft Singles ooey gooey goodness you'll want to savor. And they both would like to thank Heinz, Kraft Singles, and Oscar Mayer for getting them ready for summer flavor lovers like you. Visit grillinghalloflavor.com to make your cookout stand out from the crowd. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into, with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video, discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime, and if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Wow. And then if you look at like, and the people that we think now are super young, I mean, I'm not talking about Michael B. Jordan, but look at Chad Bozeman. Ted Bozeman isn't a young dude. Like I mean, I mean I'm like, gonna he's get... like he's 37. Go, matter of fact, is he really? might be 38, 39 right now. My oh, wow. my first yeah. whatever it is, my first major whatever it is will happen in my mid 30s. Same here, mid and, or late. 30s. I mean, yeah, th- like 30, if it, if it happens at all, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. We're already at that point. Yeah, Anthony Mackie, <laughs> Anthony Mackie is the same, close to the same age as um, Chad Bozeman. He is in his late 30s. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is in his mid to late 40s. Like these like Jamie Foxx hit it young. Though. I mean he he did hit it young because he was stand up, but I'm saying when it comes to like traditional acting or whatever, yeah. like it's, it's true. That's actually a great point. Holy it's crap. Like traditional cuz traditional, traditional acting, acting route for black that's yeah, the without thing, comedy. man. God, without yeah. comedy. Without Holy comedy. Shit. Without Think about comedy it. Without the else. without the person making themselves famous first either by yeah. music, Will Smith, right? Yeah. Or comedy, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy yeah. Like you the Black Sa- people Sam just being actors like Denzel is probably the closest and 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 Denzel is Denzel. He's the yeah, greatest right. actor of all time. Period. Yeah, but but also but you know also, what I mean? Like it's like crazy. Yeah. But also think about think yeah. about Sam Jackson. Think about Denzel. Sam Jackson Denzel Den- started I in mean, New York. Sam Jackson took forever. Yeah, forever. But they started at the Negro Ensemble in New York City. Right. Mm-hmm. They did these plays. Denzel got a uh, carbon copy when he was in his 20s. Didn't work again for years. Yeah. By the time he worked again, he was in his early 30s. Yep. Mm-hmm. By the time you saw Sam Jackson, he was in his 30s. Right. And, and like, and uh, yeah. And like, what do you call it? I feel like he was, I feel like Denzel was like 36 or whatever when Mighty Quinn came out. Yeah. So and like that's that, the one that like yeah. helped him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Glory, he was, <laughs> Glory came out. Let's not remember. Denzel Washington might be 60, 61 right now. Yeah. So when Glory came out that got him that Oscar nomination, he was mid to late 
thirties. Yeah. So Michael B. Jordan right now is the only one that's well, the Michael. But right Michael now? B. But also what Michael B. had the benefit of Michael B. Started when he was like what? He was a yeah. Oh, he was, like, he was, like, he was right. a kid. All right. But so he, but he managed out. to. What's that? Child, so child, child actors out. out. Comedy out. But he, but he also no. Because child got? actors aren't out because no. But I'm just saying no. That happens for what? It's like Leonardo DiCaprio was a child actor. Yeah. But but it's it's rare that a that a black child actor makes the it's rare that any child actor makes the transition but what michael b jordan has done is insane but right? except for so women but that's only because they, the they hollywood industry treats women like they only want you when you're young anyway yeah, right, right, right. yeah but also think about like i think desi what you were pointing at is like all right let's take the the, the crop of like famous actors right well okay. not famous but working young black actors right yeah. you take out you know youtube music being a child like i'm talking about like a child like starting from like you're 12 so yeah, actors just, like in their say twenty one to thirty right now, who we got? Uh, oh, I still count Shamik more. I mean, I, I would. I think it, I think Wait, it's okay to we count. We don't Shameik. count Shamik. Well, Shamik no, we is don't. a YouTuber. I mean, not. I that's not. I just don't, I don't. I don't think his. I don't think his. Though, yeah, right? I mean, he was, but like, I don't think his popularity really came. I, yeah, I don't I think that's why he got his. I agree. Shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but either way, like we're hard. And you got John Boyega. You know. Yes, John Boyega. Oh, yeah. Yes, John Boyega. Thank you. That's I forgot true. about John Boyega. How old is he? He's he's young. Right? He's, oh, he's 21. No, no, no. I think he's like 23. Or oh, yeah. But, and so, yeah. like, would we would we count him? Oh, as no, a, no, maybe not. Actually, but, maybe he is like 20. He how old was he? He he was like what 16 when he did he, Attack the Block. Yeah, that came so, out. Do we count him though as a child? You're right. Oh, he may be child actor. Oh, because Michael B was like 15, 14. Mm-hmm. So. But the thing is, like, we're still talking about like the criteria is still like the. The specificity of like not having those other jump off points, but also like household name. Is that word? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's how, because only reason I say that is because you have like these young actors now, like these white guys, who we often talk about, like uh, like the Sam Worthingtons of the world, who like get this shot very early on out of nowhere. Mm. And there are a lot of like I feel like young white actors who are in their twenties who are actors. I mean, some of my friends, I wouldn't name them legitimately didn't go to like a famous acting school to get some showcase they were just like legitimately like white dudes who wanted to act and like they got the chance somehow whereas i feel like for african-americans if you're an actor you have to do so much stuff to prove it like i think about oceans right now and this is no just rihanna i love rihanna but rihanna's in this movie where i'm like you could have put an act you could have put an actress in it and the thing is the reason we don't have that many people of color Getting nominated for Oscars because most of our people who are in these movies you have aren't a, trained. Yeah, not people. most, but definitely a good a lot. chunk. Yeah. A, a good chunk, yeah. yes, a good chunk. What, what were you gonna, gonna say? say? No, I was gonna say, uh, what's his face? Too um, embarrassed. I don't remember his name right now. He's the one that plays the. Uh, he was Basquiat. And what? He was what? Basquiat, the what Basquiat, the uh, the painter. And what uh, movie? In uh, the Basquiat movie. Uh, oh, freaking! What's his name? Who was also good for in, you for knowing that? Yeah, yeah. no, he's what? he's in the Bond movies right now as the new uh, Felix. Oh, oh, wait, is he? Who? Wait, oh, this? oh, oh, he was in Shaft too, right? The new Shaft? No, he was in the old Shaft. Um, uh, I don't uh, think uh, so. Uh, Jer- Jer- uh, yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, oh my gosh, he's one of the best actors of all time. <laughs> I know. Um, that's why. Oh my gosh, he was in what? He's also, if you look in the new version of Shaft, um, he's he plays a, a Latino. He plays like one of the um, Latin bad guys. Jeffrey, 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 Jeffrey Wright, Jeffrey Wright, totally, Jeffrey Wright. Oh, Jeffrey Wright, Jeffrey Wright. Oh, Jeffrey Wright is the bomb. Jeffrey Wright. That it took us that long. Wait, why are we talking about Jeffrey Wright? The reason I bring him up is because like, like, like Jean Michel Basquiat is is arguably the most well known African American painter of all time. Got it, right? Probably. And so, 
and then they did a movie about him that Jeffrey Wright played him in, and that's a huge biopic. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I, for, I forget the other people that are in the movie, but like, yeah. but my point is that like that's a thing that usually propels somebody very easily into yeah. the into the Academy Award category, mm-hmm. right? What's, but did he get a nomination? Has he ever S- got one? Sim- Similarly, what's no. his name said the same thing. Like Anthony Mackie was like, "How did I do the two? Uh, how did I do the two Spike Lee movies that nobody saw? You know, like he won a Golden Globe for Angels in America TV miniseries. All right, sorry. Uh, okay. No, no, yeah, just, just, um, yeah. How do you win an award for something that nobody saw? Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so that was a good tangent, but let's, let, <laughs> anyway, to back to the movie. Basically, you know, they meet up. <laughs> We're so early on. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> Mel Gibson's crazy. Mel Gibson's crazy. Uh, they they have this scene that we kind of briefly mentioned where you know uh, there's a there's a jumper. Mel Gibson just goes up there and basically is like, "Hey man, like trying to talk him down." Uh, and then you know, in, in an, another good example of uh, intensity, intense. Oh and, yeah, and going from zero to 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 a hundred right away. Yeah, of the guy, he's fucking around with the guy with a cigarette here. You know, yeah, he's the, like, "Here, have a cigarette." Yeah, oh, there it goes. Bye bye. Whatever the keys, whatever. But then when the guy keeps Handcuffs on still him, yeah. fucking around, then he's like, "Do you really want to jump?" And then he immediately, he's just like crazy. He's, <laughs> like, he's immediately crazy. Instantly. He's like, you want to jump? I'll jump. Let's jump. And then he jumps. And you're like, what? And, and also because realize... the other guy that, who was previously the crazy man in the situation was like, just like, no, nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, he goes like, and then when they land, he's like, help. This guy's help, trying to kill me. Guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing scene. Um, oh, my God. And uh, and then they, they figure out that like um, uh, that she was, she was drugged. She was killed, mm-hmm. you know. They go to like some place. They killed this dude. They're like, I guess that was it. Well, no. which is crazy too is that they were just kind of going on like a like a recon mission. Yeah, recon. That was it. Like, let's just go talk to these people. Yeah, they see two women just having cocaine, cutting cocaine. Yeah, and then all of a sudden there's a homicide because the guy yeah, the guy shot at them first. Guy shots at him first. The guy shoots at them. Glover shoots him in the True. leg. He goes over. He's like, see how I shot him in the leg and didn't kill him, so we right. can question him now. So now go ahead, handcuff him. See. And then when he's going to handcuff him, the guy pulls out another gun. Right. And he's about to shoot Danny Glover. Mel Gibson kind of hits him out the way and, like, shoots him. Twice in the chest. Twice in the chest. And then he, like, falls into and then he drove a pool. He tries, he tries, that was, like, had a... Oh, sorry. Had a pool cover. Oh, yeah. Um, Which is and everyone's then, like, nightmare. Yeah. And then yeah. drowns, even though he was going to die from those gunshots anyway. They went to try to save him. They can't. That's a terrible death, though. Dude. Oh, a man horrible. got shot in the leg. shot and then drowns. <laughs> like, he got shot in the leg. And then, and then he the says... Oops. oops. Yeah, oops. After, a day after probably the worst death in the movie, so he's he just like, goes, oops. Plus, they have that great shot of the guy's death face, like, wrapped up in the plastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, Danny Geller yells at him, and then later on apologizes. He's like, you did save my life, though, so, like, thank you for that. Uh, and they go to, like, um, how do they figure out, how does he, oh, how does he figure out that the general is involved? Because he starts being sketchy. So, yeah. Because he goes to talk to him and he's like, "How did you know? Like, like, why did you want me to to get your daughter out yeah. so bad?" But wait, but the but the reason why he the, he does that is it's after the um, it's after the explosion and the uh and the and oh right because they so they think they home. they feel like oh the 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 woman who was a prostitute who talked to the cops and said I saw the whole thing they figure like actually it seems like she was a part of this right yeah you know yeah, he finds it, the, the explosive device yeah. it's like very so they go uh, to her house and they have that very cool shot where they're like both walking to the house and then it explodes <laughs> yeah yeah and then we get to black and kids. they're like huh pretty thin because they're saying like it's a pretty thin uh theory 
And they're like, yeah, pre- still a pretty thin theory, huh? Like, clearly this woman was uh, involved. Yeah. And they got killed off. Yeah. Because he finds the, the sophisticated ex- explosive device. Exactly. And it's like, this is something that's not just and all right. Case, goes to the and general. the also notice uh, Mel got the army tat. The army tat. And then after that, that's, but then that's why he he's, goes up to him and is like, what? You're not telling me the whole story. Yeah. Not telling me yeah. the whole story. Uh, he's like, yeah, man, it's freaking heroin. We've been doing, which is a real thing, by the way, right? Like, military people like bringing in heroin it's, yep. it's it, really if you really think about really? it oh yeah because that's what frank it, yeah. that's what uh frank castell or whatever the american gangster american Harris, that's what he denzel that's how he that's how he did, oh, he did it word. but he wasn't the only one who did it yeah yeah but, he yeah. put him in the caskets i mean this is the right. thing this is the whole thing like black people say all the time is like we didn't go to columbia and get drugs y'all brought that stuff into yeah, our yeah. communities yeah. And then use the black people to tear themselves apart, and like it's, it, it sounds like a, it sounds like a conspiracy theory because it's so horrible, but it's true. Right. Yeah, because I mean, think about it, like <laughs> like they always like, it's almost so weird how movie. awful that it is true. But yeah, but think about it, like yeah, no one just wakes up with like a Colombian connection. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Like that's just I not mean, a the military. Did it's the and the thing ex-military. Is, what's yeah. crazy? And I've said this already. I just want to say it again because I'm thinking about it. But like I've heard that you know over and over, like like drugs were brought to America, blah 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 blah. And it was always like, yeah, I mean, I guess I get... But then, like, just the way they explicitly say it in Jade Out of Compton, where he's just like, I don't know, do I look like I know anyone in Colum- Like, I mean, it's there, just... There's, there's a great film called Kill the Messenger that talks about um, a writer for a newspaper, yeah. I can't remember their paper, and he literally finds out about it, has documents, and then people break his, like, like tear his life apart for wanting to break this information. Right. Like, he finds out, like, specific people, specific people from um, certain... Uh, military factions who are bringing things into South Central in particular mm-hmm. and they like tear his life apart crazy um, so they find that out wait is there something you want to make just, about just, the scene and I just loved that I loved that be- as a as a a military man uh, uh, with this understanding like of all this stuff that I think we're talking about Murtaugh says after after the, the guy gets shot he's like you got off yeah. Like that, oh, you know what I mean? Snap. Like yeah, it's yeah, like a very uh, uh, powerful moment. I think uh, that's that's just like, and they don't like super explore it. He just is very angry that you know, like the good name of like uh, of American, the American military is like being uh, squandered by this yeah high powered guy. You know, and as a fellow military man, he hates that. Like yeah, he, right, it, right. It, yeah, yeah. Woo. Yeah. Uh, and he gets shot up by the uh, Gary Busey by, and yeah, by Gary Mr. Busey, Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> Gary oh yeah, that was such a weird, yeah. great villain. He's a great villain. Dude, when he gets burns introduced, his arm. yeah, when he gets introduced and he burns his arm like that, it's awesome. I mean, that's great acting too. <laughs> yeah. It's <just> like his <laughs> facial features. It just like is. I mean, he does a good job. Great, uh, but also, and the white people in the movie are the bad, are the bad guys. Yep. Yeah. White people are the bad guys. And technically, the whiter they are, the better they are because uh, he had the bleach blonde hair. True. And the ultimate bad guy had all gray hair. Straight up so Aryan. Like, Straight up Aryan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, like, you know. <laughs> oh, um, and then, I don't know, we jump jump around a bit. They they try to kill him. They they try to kill Riggs first. They shoot him with a shotgun, but he was wearing a vest. So that scene is intense. Though. Yeah. It was intense, man. That every scene, scene every so scene intense. with like with with gunshots they make they really play up like the stakes of the violence of like yeah. of like somebody's about to die like the suicide scenes like the scene where we yeah. see Riggs like in hey, his that's home that's a beautiful scene yeah like, that's great acting ocean. Boy, it's really great yeah. acting that's a great gun acting. puts it in his mouth I mean, just, just the shotgun scene when he gets shot 
Think about how many movies you see someone get shot, and then, yeah, it hurts for a second, but then they're, like, running down the street next thing. <laughs> right. No. He is so hurt that he can't walk out. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and- it affects him. And he's the... For the- the whole time they're in the car, sorry. The whole time they're in the car, he is constantly trying to get air to his chest yeah. by pulling. Like, the whole time he's in the car, he's literally just messing with the vest trying to get air. Yeah, like, yeah. But that's the detail, actors. Yeah, it's not glossing over anything. Nope. Yeah. Everything's real. Yeah. Uh, we get to that scene we were mentioning earlier where they're, you know, he gets back to his place. He's like, they know where I live. There's a note uh, that says, we have your daughter, you know. So then they, they kind of devise this plan where... They they because they think that Riggs is dead, uh, they drop him off like in the middle of they're like meeting in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And they drop him off early so he has a snipe he has a, a sniper and he uh sorry, that, what do you call it? Yeah, sniper rifle. Sniper, sniper rifle. rifle, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh and and <laughs> we finally get Danny to see Glover some good has shooting. a smoke has a smoke bomb, <laughs> smoke grenade. Uh, so that whole thing, shoot- yeah, that's so legit too. Like the way they they shoot it because it's just like this. The locale is already amazing. It's so amazing. And then, yeah, and so then that shot that where like cheap, where look. he's like standing and like the cars are coming to him and you just see that intense heat. Like, yeah, it, oh, so the good. The build up really to it cool? is so strong. The build up is so strong. And he's just standing. And again, they hold on that shot. Like yeah. that shot lingers for like maybe two beats too long, and it's like, oh, they look, they want you to know how intense. And then the that heat expensive is. set piece, that helicopter just yeah. comes <laughs> in. like we got to show they this helicopter, helicopter one more time. They're like they're like, bro, we had that helicopter for another two hours. And, and you know what? Use it. Because it's so cheap, that may be why he has a smoke bomb. I know in the movie yeah. it's like because his daughter is there, but it's like this movie probably had no money, so it's like, oh, to have an explosion right here may have cost too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know though what I'm saying? Though also. Because of his daughter, man. I mean, true, true. Well, they do. I mean, they're like he wouldn't. They say <laughs> he wouldn't have like, exploded. I know, like they risk. It's a his good daughter would have died. It's a good way to justify not having. You know what? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like a really great plan. I was thinking about it. I was like, dude, that grenade is dangerous. He's gonna kill his daughter yeah. and and himself maybe. And then when he, he threw it, I was like, how is everybody not dying? And when it exploded at first, I was like. That's a weak grenade. Grenades are not that weak. And then I was like, oh, it's a smoke bomb. Oh, that was really smart. Oh, now he's going to snipe everybody. And that's why Danny Glover's not going to die. Well, here's the thing. The guy that, that, that gets rigs <laughs> in that situation, like when he has the, when he's looking through the, the scope, yeah. is, does that guy, do they know? I don't understand how that happened He's the at big, all. big bet. Like, he's the head yeah, guy. Yeah, he's the, the main guy. Big. I guess they were trying to say, I guess they were like saying like, this guy was smart because he was also a general or something. Like he was smart enough to no, know. No, but I mean, but him actually getting caught when he's trying to snipe. Right? Is it? Does he? He gets caught because they they send someone after him. I have no once idea. Once the shots are fired, they're well, like, "Oh, the guy well, must he be over there." He's a general. It's so he rigs at some point, right? No, but that's, that's what, that's what Joshua says. Yeah. yeah. Busey knows, like it's rigs, but like I don't know how they got to him without him him hearing that approaching or anything well the other thing is too it's like his actual vision of the situation like he he's i don't know 200 meters out right right? and he's looking at everybody that's involved and at one point and we do see joshua there right yeah he's with those people so he would have to like circumvent the fuck out of race i don't think he was i think they were trying to know where he is though i think they were trying to say he wasn't he wasn't over there and like somehow i'd already seen it I I will say the one thing that could make sense is that when the chopper was coming, when the chopper was flying overhead, oh, they saw Al- they saw. What him. about all the dust though? Like that, like that. Like no, that. I'm saying like when they were just flying towards him, maybe somebody in the chopper was like, "Yo, oh, spotted a, him, oh, dude, right there." But I don't know if they did that. Why wouldn't they just go after him first? 
that was like the one part I was like, this is a movie, and like yeah. it had to happen, but it didn't make any sense. But the, but the thing <laughs> is, what's great about movies like like legit movies that are actually good is that you only think about those holes like after the tenth time. You forgive it. You it's just yeah, like whatever. Analyzing. It's and like whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I thought about it in the moment. And I was like, I don't give a crap. This is a great movie. Yeah, yeah. This movie had three potential endings to me. Like it, to me, like it could have ended right here in the desert. Could have yeah. ended in the desert. Didn't. It, it could have ended the to next tortured. Point, yeah. The torture scene. Where, and like, then after the when he gets saved. Yeah. And then it then then it goes to the street and then it goes to the house. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel. Or he's not bringing that up because it doesn't feel too long. Like I remember watching um, Bad Boys Two. Oh god! And don't thinking talk about like, that voice too right now. <laughs> Sorry. I'm oh my god! Up. When they go to Cuba, when they go to Cuba, and I'm like, yo, this is a long beat. Like, this uh, is so unnecessary. It was like a whole nother yeah. Yeah. Oh, whereas god. this movie does three different locations, almost Feel, feels where right. it could end it, and it felt perfect. And yeah. it didn't feel like it didn't feel like they were. It didn't feel gratuitous. It felt like nope. the normal playing out of the story. It's like anyway. Yeah, you need the last fight with with. Busey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about the fact that that Danny Glover gets to kill the big? Oh guy? my goodness! Yes, bro. Y'all know I noticed this. Not only does he kill the big bat, and he purposely, like, the thing that's so beautiful about it is that he's on the street, like, he should go to the hospital. Riggs says, are you okay? Because he's, he's like, been yeah. tortured. They've both been tortured. Tortured. Right, right, he's right. been, Riggs was tortured with elect- electricity. Yeah. He was tortured just by, they just Beating. punching him. Pummeled, yeah. Be- pummeled First of they him. beat up the black dude. What are you talking about? I'm saying, do y'all realize that the tor- did you realize the torture of like the white guy he got electrocuted? But but somebody the might black dude got beat up. Yeah, but somebody or some people might argue that the electri- electricity one is worse. worse. Only reason I'm saying is is that the black man got beat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is. It is. I mean, that it is. is. You're literally, stating literally. a fact. You are stating a fact. <laughs> I don't know what your intention with the fact is. Yeah, I don't know what you're implying yeah, yeah. with the fact. All, 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 but you are stating all, a fact. All, all, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, is that when you see Mel Gibson, <laughs> Mel Gibson got tortured, right? But Mel Gibson still looks very pristine, right? right. We see my yeah, man. He gets, he gets the the water cascading yeah, you know down his like, chest. He gets the sexy down his shot. Bare chest. I understand my man Murtaugh. We did see him earlier, earlier too, where he's just completely making a butt sh- yep. butt shot. All I'm saying is my man Murtaugh. Is bloody as hell at the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's bloody and he's slipping. He I was love it. beaten I love by a it. bunch of white dudes. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna set that there on the table, and I'm gonna yeah. move on. You, I fir- I, I'm gonna set it on the table. I'm slowly no, coming to your moving. side. I'm gonna say my man got beat up no, by a group of white table. people. No, seriously, yeah. with his like, daughter right there. No, it's okay, a, it's a nice right. table. It doesn't need that. Okay, right. I'm gonna set it on the table. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he like he's bleeding out, right? He's he's like, you know what? I forgot the guy's name. He's like. He has to die. He literally says he's got to die. Yeah, yeah, he's like, you can't live. Yeah, and he goes back to get the dude. He hits his perfect shot. You know what I'm saying? The dude blows so, so he's like, it's a long alleyway. That they're in a car, and the guy's like, run him over. And he starts coming down the car, and he kind of just like stands there like that, just that the epic neck. style. Again, k- boom. Again, a great callback to the gun range scene when he just shoots that a direct, a like a direct headshot, headshot to the driver. Yeah. That was a great callback. Yeah. Then the, the driver, like, you know, it goes off the road and, like, then gets slammed by a, a truck. Uh, it rolls over, and then the car is on fire. And there were grenades in the car for some there were, reason. Yep. And so, grenades yeah. and cocaine. Did they yep. explain why there were grenades? Just grenades the- I mean, and cocaine. They're army people. They always why are there have grenades, grenades in the car, though. Bruh. If you're in the yeah. army or whatever military, you have to carry grenades at all. Time. Oh, is that a is that a thing? No, it's not a thing at all. <laughs> and he's like trying to get them. He's trying to like put out the fire. Or something. It's no, yeah, he's it's like literally, trying to get them. Yeah, it's literally only so that the car can explode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's great. It's, it's great explosion. Big bad guy, black man killed him. Kills him. So you know what I take it as? The guy who beat him. 
he killed. And not only does he kill him, but he laughs at it after. He literally, he literally laughs at the whole situation. (laughs) Right, which is interesting, right? Because you know, earlier on in the movie, you know, when he thought the when he thought the general, you know, was it innocent, and his daughter, and he's like just his father whose daughter had died. The general was like. You gotta kill. You gotta find them. You gotta kill them. And he's like, "I'm a cop." And what he's like, "No, him? you gotta kill him." He, he, he owed him. Oh, he saved his life. Right? Save his life oh, in the yeah, war. Wait, but that's not the same character, right? No, no, no it's not. But I'm just I, no, because he gets killed by the helicopter. He gets, that, guy. that guy gets killed by the helicopter. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's about to spill the beans. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because he's about to spill the beans. And then, and then, and then now we have we flash forward, and he's like, you know, we flash forward, and now Danny Glover's character has just killed somebody. He said that he had to die. He he killed them. He's laughing at it, right? There's a there is a role reversal now. He's laughing yeah. at it, and so then we get to the final fight scene with Gary Busey, you know, who's the main henchman, and and Mel Gibson, and they're yeah, like, this they catch so him. They, I mean, they catch him, and they're like, all right, let him let him fight. We he killed two of our he killed two of our officers. I don't remember when that happened. I, maybe I missed that part, but I remember he was like, oh, remember in the car outside the house. Remember oh, that's the house? right. Oh, oh my god, you're outside right. the house. He pulls up. You're and right. Just he just, he just shoots him. Blank. So he's like, yeah, he just killed two of our officers. Let it go. Like so, basically, all these cops have surrounded Gary Busey. And it's just Gary Busey, Mel Gibson fighting in the water. That's two, insane. Two old special yeah. forces, I mean, this is dudes. insane. The stuff that cops do in movies, like, uh, but you, you know, know what? I, though? They you know what though? I, yeah. Like, I don't know how much this happens in in real life. I'm guessing. It, I think it it's does. Real. Yeah, because like in interrogation scenes, like you see, that's an old trope of like mm-hmm. let let him do his cop thing. Yeah, let Be, him, especially because he this guy trans, uh, uh, had a transgression against other cops. So it's yeah. like let him get his justice. Yeah, hurts. it's like take the cu- take the cuffs off. We're all here. Turn the camera off in the interrogation room. You know, yeah. and it's like always. oh, but and then the, all they have to always. say is oh, he was resisting arrest. He came but after. But wait, me. but wait, that's the thing about it that about this movie that I really liked was that they weren't gonna turn a blind eye to it. Uh, Murdoch kept saying. I take I'll full take responsibility. Full responsibility. I take, he kept saying it. Yeah, I take true. full didn't just say it once. They, want, they like, didn't treat it lightly. Yeah, yeah. not at all. They, they didn't like, treat it lightly. They're like, well, this is going to happen. And then the other, then the thing that I think is so beautiful is that he he beats him. He finally beats him down. Like the, it's a very you know great fight, and Mel Gibson gets beat up a lot, but he finally kind of beats him. And Danny Glover is like, snap his neck, like yeah, you He's know, like, kill him. He's a like, kill him, kill break him, kill him, break his neck. And Mel Gibson. Has been killing people throughout the entire movie, and then he's like, "No, nah, it's not worth it." Yeah, and he lets him go, and he doesn't kill him. But yeah. this, but this next scene, yeah, this next scene is so cool to me. And it's not saying because they kill somebody, but like <laughs> the fact that like these two dudes are now clearly family. They're family. He, he has the big coat. They, and he they grabs exchange them. their moral codes. Yeah. They're like one, and you now know? and then Garrett Busey grabs another cop's gun and points it at Danny Glover, and both of them turn around. Bop, bop. Yeah. Slow motion, <laughs> boom. Slow motion. The ca- the water still cascading yep. down from the hydrant. Oh, so the, the lights only from the cop cars are shining. Woo. It's so great. Okay, and wait. The helicopter. <laughs> that, so, that was another helicopter. It was the cop copter. Uh, they're not saying, it was the they same. same, same they just, it was the same, bro. <laughs> they just have paid the helicopter. Like we're gonna get the most use out of these. That was Joel oh, Silver's man. personal helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> wait, is there? But wait, so there were so there were two other moments that I thought referenced uh, uh, black black people and their relationship with the police that I thought were very interesting uh for this movie and this might be overanalyzing it but but it happened at the end so i just want to bring it up all right uh so they both get out of the uh they both get out of the club and they're like shooting right they're just like both out uh uh riggs has a pistol and a machine gun he's running down the street 
A cop comes up, stops Murtaugh, and it's like, yeah, put your hands on the head. Rick Riggs just left, but the cop goes to oh, Murtaugh yeah. <laughs> only. And he's like, wait, I'm a police officer, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Then, then later, uh, Riggs is running down the street with, with, the, machine with the machine gun. gun, and the cop goes, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. Like, okay. Oh, my That's God. Oh, yeah. it, I, I, didn't notice, I didn't notice the first one that you mentioned, I think but that. I did notice when, when he got a machine gun in his hand, he's like, shirt is open, like, chest is out, and he's like, madman. Literally a madman, and the cop literally is just like, hey, like, yeah. doesn't have his gun drawn or anything. He's just like, hey, and he's like, I'm a cop. And he's like, all right, cool. And the, re- and the reason that feels intentional is because... I'm like, no, 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 this dude ain't cool. I kept rewinding oh, it to yeah. see if this happened, but I think that he says, all right, go ahead, and then Riggs immediately says, all right, go ahead, after, like, he knew that that was what was going to happen. Like, That's he deep. knew that it was going to be fine. Him. Was all fine, he had to do was just say, I'm wow. a cop. That's I didn't deep. think about that at all. That's deep. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Here, here's a question yeah. I wanted to ask. Like, how differently would we feel about this if the roles were reversed and the black guy was the, the crazy, crazy guy? I wouldn't want the black guy to be the crazy guy for some reason. Then it's like, I'm glad that the black guy wasn't the crazy yeah, guy. Same thing. Because then at the end he would also he'd be reformed black. Like it's like he yeah. learned he learned that he, he didn't learned have to kill from the white guy. I don't like I like him I being mean, the higher status. I mean it would be Rush Hour, kind of, right? Like, yeah, like the the that's the closest movie that I can think of. That's like, I mean, in Bad Boys they talk about these same things throughout, but the two of them have flaws. But in Rush Hour, right? Like, Chris Tucker's character is the like he's the loose cannon. He's like he's like, and I we've talked about this before on the on the podcast, but like they treat it in a way that's like his. His insanity has, or his uh, his off the hingesness has consequences that he yeah. then has to. But it's not reformed black guy because yeah. You know. uh, <laughs> I think it's time for oh uh, a swirl. So what are you thinking for lunch? Uh, I can't. I'm getting new window treatments. Why don't you just go to Blinds.com? Because I need custom products. Blinds.com products are made to order, and they ship samples to you fast and free. Wow, how convenient. Tell me more. They can even verify your measurements and handle the installation. Plus, their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Well, you've convinced me. Let's go eat. I've got time now. Shop Blinds.com and save 40% on selected products. Rules and restrictions may apply. Teams are the heart and soul of every company. And if you listen to Adobe's new podcast, The Power of Teamwork, you'll hear about why they're so important. Hosted by Adobe's Garrett Schwartz, The Power of Teamwork explores how collaboration fuels success through real-life stories across various industries. You'll even hear some of it firsthand from guests at HelloFresh, Gooder Sunglasses, Amazon's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and more. So listen and subscribe to The Power of Teamwork on Spotify now. Earbuds looking a little... dirty? Time to discover Clinear Ear Cleaners. Made of a soft, flexible material, Clinear Ear Cleaners remove excess earwax and provide relief from itchy ears and dry skin. They have a unique design with a scoop on one end to remove earwax and a fin on the other end to exfoliate dry skin. With Clinear, get the scoop on clean ears. Discover the line of products at Clinear.com. Uh-oh. So, I mean, I don't know if you know, but as well, we like to point out when, like, a lead black actor's in a movie with a white female lead, did he get a sex scene? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, I've, been, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about um, different things. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm still continue to do Swirl, but I was thinking about something new, you know what I'm saying, called Black Girl Magic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For instance, what? I'm looking at this movie. Interesting. 
Yeah, I'm thinking about this movie, for instance. And I realized oh, I sometimes we have gonna... these movies. Okay. We have these movies. No, no, hear me out. We have these movies, right? And there's a black woman in it, and then she gets nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Like this movie, the wife is in this movie. She literally gets nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I just want to add a scene. I want I want to give her an Oscar-winning scene. If that if that's cool. All right. Okay. It's an Oscar-winning right. scene. All right. So, they come back to the house. Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah. All right. The yeah. daughter's kidnapped. She doesn't know it yet. All right. The whole movie. Riggs, I me, mean, Murtaugh has been like kind of just tossing to the side. She comes down the steps. Hey, tell me what's going on. Smacks him in the face, right? Smacks him in the face. Oh tell me what. Tell me what's wrong. Damn. Yeah, I mean, what? like she get a tish. Tell me what's wrong. And all of a sudden, he's like, "They took our daughter." And then she has the moment where she takes that in, breaks down, and gives one of those Oscar-winning speeches of like, "I trust you. You're the man of this house. You're a great cop. You go bring our daughter back here. And if you don't," I'll come out there and I'll do it myself. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right? And then she pushes him and says, get your ass out of this house and go get our daughter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's a moment where it's going to be like five minutes because I didn't write it yet. I won't you write could it use out, a rewrite. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to use a rewrite. You know what I'm saying? Just give her. Just give her. It's, and, and to me, it's, like, it's just so frustrating because you look at these movies and they just they just have nothing to do, man. Yeah, yeah. this great actress. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't the seen women it in general. Yeah. yeah. Although, although the, the, the psychiatrist was in... What she was like, Babysitters Club or something? Yeah, I think she had a. She might, was she also in? Um, she was like every the mom in like every eighties movie. Yeah, but yeah, so like oh, I didn't want to do a swirl because I felt like I liked the fact that there was a what black did you family. Call this? I called it like Black Girl Magic. Black Girl Magic. Black Girl Magic. Black Girl Magic. Interesting how you don't say Black Woman Magic. Well, it's only because the hashtag that people normally use is like Black Girl. Oh, rocks. is that a real thing? Oh, well, like BT, they do like the Black Girl Rocks thing. So I was like, I always think about that when they say it, but it's like that's what people say. Black girl. right? Yeah. Women, let me know. Should it be Black Woman Magic? Or I feel like because her thing was more of a, a gender thing, where it's just like this is just a woman that's just has to, yeah, like it's just placed here as a mom. Right. Yeah, with just nothing. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, that's how I feel that's about cool. it. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, respect that, respect let's see. That. Should we add a swirl, though? Uh, nah, actually. I mean, I, mean, like, I like seeing the black family yeah, Because together. the black family was so nice, and then the only other swirl is like, and adult, I know, and I don't like which that. Which they make the joke at the end again, where he's like, I think your daughter likes me. And he's, he's like, you like, touch her. You touch her, I'll, I'll kill you. You yeah. can try. Although, I think they skirted the line well enough. They uh, did, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like he's a good-looking dude coming yeah, over, and he he's is. reckless and, yeah. and interesting, yeah. and it's like, oh, like she has a crush on him, but it never. I I agree. It doesn't get line. it doesn't get over the line. Yeah. It's like a funny. It's kind of funny. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's literally like a dad or like the crazy uncle. You yeah, know what yeah. Then you get the kid beatboxing. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah, yeah uh, cool. All right. So I, it sounds like it's time for uh, wait. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. What, um, are you, what are you looking up? No, just what are you looking? I just been thinking about this and and like. Did this 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 movie what? So like this movie was written by by like Shane 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 Black. Right? Hey man, yeah, why you to, keep? I'm gonna have to ask bro. you to get to the point. So, yeah, but like, no, but like, but so like Shane Black, he also he wrote he wrote the Last Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. That that's Damon that's Damon Wayans and and. Can you talk? What is wrong with you? Literally say the thing that you need to say. No, but like, but like I was thinking about that. I hate this. No, but just in like, but like now now Damon Wayans is. Is playing Murtaugh in the Lethal Weapon. Okay, what's your? But I'm just saying, like, this is like a. I just had this like realization, like this is like a like the the life. Everything moves like like full circle, right? Like like Shane Black, like he wrote. Are you choking up? He right wrote now? Lethal Weapon. Are okay. you crying? Wait, 
uh, he wrote Lethal Weapon. And then, uh, hey, man, you doing these tests, then he ain't going to get you on no, Lethal but, Weapon. But, then, <laughs> but wait, but then he did the last Hey, John, can you please snap the calls? Uh, and then now... James, stop it! Then, You're embarrassing us all. Then, well, actually, Gerard, he's expressing vulnerability <laughs> from a man perspective. I feel like we talked about liking that. Oh, fine, go ahead and cry, James. Oh, oh I support you. your tears. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to do the calls while James continues his crying. Uh, all right, actually. Those better be real actually, tears. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Those better be real. Now you're just a no, I hate you. Now it's beat. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Yo, goodness. Spit fire John, right set now. it up. All right, all right. So the cause, right so we rate films not based on how well we like them, but whether or not it helped the cause of more leading actors of color in Hollywood. So we gave you the black fist, meaning it fully helped the cause, a white palm, meaning it was so-so, or nothing, meaning it didn't really help the cause. So you got to base it on that, not how much... You like the film, or how critically well you thought it it did, but performed, but it's it's you know it didn't help the cause. All right, so on the count of three, we're going to throw up our ratings. Got mm-hmm. it? Which one? One, two, three, or three, two, one? You surprised me. I won't even ask. Just surprise me. <laughs> now I'm going to do it on the count of four. How about that? What? Oh shit! Turn on. I shift. don't like it, honestly. Turn on shift, son. What? You want a real answer to that question? One, and now oh. I'm going to count up. You don't even know. Oh my goodness! Two. This is L.A. right now. Three. Wait. Four. I put my hand up early. Black fist, one hundred percent. Four black fists. Yes, I was, I was. You almost gave it a palm. I almost gave it a palm. Oh really? shit! Why? 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 Almost gave it a palm because I don't think Danny. I think Danny. This was it. I can't give it a palm. Okay. On IMDb, this is his most famous movie. This is his most famous movie, and it it, ca- it kind of caps here. He does Predators, I know, but still. That being said. I couldn't because then I was like, but he did a franchise, which like, mm-hmm, woo, mm-hmm. I mean, how many black people get franchises, y'all? We did Dead but, you, but you also got to go by if no other movie existed, right? And no other, what do you well, I mean? Like, I mean, like, I think, I mean, you know I mean after his, after this for him. I mean, for like. Uh, it's like, how did it do in this moment? Yeah, without knowing what the rest without of his career was. Without knowing the history. We've talked about whether or not we can do that. Uh, that's true. And this did for, more for him in this moment than any other movie. Oh, well, uh, The Color Purple maybe did. But then, like, this, you know, this catapulted him to another level, I think. So, absolutely. That's why I gave it a, a fist. Also because, you know, I mean, I just really liked how this film handled race, man. Yeah. I really do. I don't think they I don't think <laughs> they ignored it completely. Like, I don't think they ignored it to an extent that it was, like, they're trying to pretend like they're white people. Like, it was just a middle-class black yeah. family. Black cop. You know what I mean? And... It was beautiful. I don't know, yeah. man. I I um, really liked it. And and yeah. the and the and the mention, woo, that mention of like, hey, do the cops really sh- my mom said cops shoot black people. Is that true? Yeah. I was like, yeah. damn, homie. Yeah, I mean, I can make mine simple. I'll go after you. Go. Almost everything John said. I, I mean, like I agree. It's like I I was happy it was a black family. I love that they always address that cops do like kind of messed up shit. Uh I I I love that he got to kill the big bad. Like that's, I mean, and it was him, and it was for a reason. I mean, I love that he loved his family. It was just, it's simple. And the thing is, it spawned, uh, it spawned a franchise, a franchise and a freaking TV show. Yeah. So simple. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to say anything that's uh, that's revolutionary, as, as you guys already have laid it down pretty nicely. But I think uh, for me, it comes down to the the familial aspect of it. Like it was clear that his that he that they have a, they had a very perfectly working uh, family environment at home. Everybody was provided for, and it, uh, he wasn't 
he wasn't even a guy that came off the streets and became a reformed black dude or anything. He was just, he was just a dude that was like lived in Los Angeles and had things figured out the whole time he's been a dude in Los Angeles, seemingly. Yeah. You know, and the guy that that they then show how family can be is the psychotic white dude, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so it's nice. So it's like, we're going to bring you under our wing and like nourish you and you're going to become a part of our family that's already had the cogs like rolling in, in, a, in a good way. Um, and nothing about it was stereo. They weren't eating fucking soul food. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. not, none of that bullshit. Yeah. Like there was no bullshit. They were just like... His wife had bad cooking. Yeah, bad cooking, which is just a stereotype. Like yeah. a, that's like an American stereotype. Yeah, right. You know, that's just like a re- regular thing that everybody... Uh, can yeah. get involved with and it's it's nice that nobody was excluded in any way uh yeah i i everything everybody just said um uh, a reason why i almost gave it a palm just to, to just to piggyback off of what bray was talking about for our lgbtq community there were two moments that were just like oh, homophobic snap. for no reason uh uh so, when he's like when they're like dixie was in the bed and he's like disgusting Okay. Yeah, like let's say Dixie Bay was in the bed. Then, which, then which is just like disgusting. when the the house explodes and um uh, and uh like Murtaugh's like on top of Riggs, it's like what are you a fag for like no reason? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, so just like you know like those two, but very much product of the times. Yeah, totally. uh, That those lines showed up in there. Um, uh, and then also like the thing that Bray was saying about like Danny Glover's career specifically but like the family thing is what really got me and the fact that like the race was not a thing but then also the way they handle the cop thing is just like so cool and it feels like it feels very poignant um so yeah so yeah black black fist because i think the movie the the second and third and fourth movies lose that aspect of it oh yeah Yeah. they try to get it back in the fourth one because the fourth one like because of chris rock i mean chris rock and the daughter and it's like it's supposed to be about like family and expanding the family and like Riggs thinking about having a kid so it's like it's, they try to get yeah. the family back, but true. Yo, when does the show come out? Yeah. Oh, show comes out uh, September twenty first, uh, which is a Wednesday. Wait, wait. Uh, Eight p.m. Is that right before Empire? Right before some random show called Empire. Wow, bro. I've of. never heard of that. What is it? Wow. Uh, it's, about, it's about music or something. I don't music? know. Music. Okay. All right. And, wow. Uh, okay. But yeah, so hopefully um, there's gonna be a lot of eyes on it. But like I said, I'm really the the most proud of it because it's like I think it's gonna be the if not the most diverse uh show it's gonna yeah. be like top three yeah you amazing. know because like honestly like out of the the main eight people six of them are either a woman or black or latino nice. and that's, that's insane great. yeah that's awesome. and all of it is just like talk is just like normal you know i mean yeah there's gonna be explosions and killing and stuff but it's like oh, normal okay, cool. life stuff and not uh in any way stereotypical of, of anybody hey man you get a gun on the show you get a gun Dude, not yet. Oh man! And I, I, it, come on, man. I mean, he's, he's but I'm waiting corner. for. But at some point, the storytelling needs to get like me. season season four. Yeah, you, you got to like whip out. You got to be, like, be in the field. You know. What also, saying? my character just has a nickname, so like his his real name is to be determined. Ooh. Oh, so I'm hoping oh, that, a mystery uh, man. Yeah, his name is Scorsese because he he's a medical examiner that went to film school, so they never let him uh, oh. hear, hear the end of that. Got mm-hmm. it. And so, but I'm hoping like season like nine or something like the last episode i'm like dying with a gun in my hand and then you find out what my real name, my name is, is rodney <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, yeah oh that's so thank good. you oh, so much for coming thanks for having me yeah, this is great yeah, yeah, talking yeah. movies awesome. that's awesome awesome yo so september 21st i believe we yeah said. yeah wednesday wednesday guys please watch lethal weapon yeah support the cause anything else the you want people to follow you on Twitter? Or anything? Uh, I, I guess know. I'm slowly getting more involved with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just watch, happen. just watch, lead yeah. the weapon, man. Whatever, watch, lead the weapon. Yeah, watch funny it, on uh, it. Everybody's funny on it. Yeah, it's cool. Dope. We'll do our own plugs later. Thank you guys for listening. 
Thank you for coming. All right, we out. Peace. Peace. Getting too old for this shit. <laughs> nice. All right, it's time for some bugs. Yeah. Uh, once again, please watch uh, Lethal Weapon. Starring, yeah. Starring Jonathan Fernandez. Yeah. yeah. I know he's going to be in it more later on in the season. But. Yeah, but watch it. He's a black guy with the afro. I think it comes out on Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. We, well, we said it. You heard it. It comes out Wednesday, either before or after Empire. I forgot which way. I think it's right before Empire. Yeah. Uh, black, you can follow us at Black Men Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, tweet at us. Let us know what you like about the show review us on itunes give us five stars yeah man we need them stars up yeah um man what somebody let the somebody let the review on itunes i wanted to talk about but no never mind i won't do it uh i was just like i was just like "Ah, come on now oh i would have you say what it is i don't know i'll look it up uh you can follow me at john braylock on twitter instagram snapchat uh johnbraylock.com for some videos and stuff like that oh we got a show uh, Astronomy Club has a show September 27th, which, uh, which is a Tuesday. 9.30 p.m. 9.30 p.m. at UCB East, East Village. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be a part of the Co- Comedy Central's Comics to Walk Showcase uh, audition, whatever. Uh, and then on the 30th, which is a Friday, we're going to be a part of the Harlem Comedy Festival yep. 6 p.m. show. All right. And then the, that's it for me. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at Gerard Milligan on uh, Instagram and on Twitter and at Gerard M on Snapchat. Um, you know, we just hanging, you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> we just things. hanging. We just hanging out here, these things, you know man. I mean? You know, I don't know. Just follow me or something or like tweet at us. I don't know. Yeah, you can follow me, James Third. <laughs> I never know what to say. <laughs> Third is 3RD. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, funny or die. Give me some, give me some funny votes. Uh, uh, that's it. Hey man, I feel like sometimes you be changing your voice while you talk though. You Did I do, do it just now? You do it constantly, actually. Uh, hey, what's up, y'all? Can y'all um, check me out on uh, funnyadad.com slash James Third Comedy? Go to Twitter, twitter.com. What is this voice? I I can, like, uh, is there a name for this? You character? can go to Twitter. Uh, you can go to Facebook.com. Can we call him Rodney? That's a Rodney voice. I know, isn't this? Uh, everyone has turned Dave off the Chappelle podcast. Have a character that talks like this. Who? Uh, Dave Chappelle has a character that talks like this. Don't he? I don't like that. I don't, know. I don't like, like a lot. Oh, maybe. Anyway, we didn't, we didn't like any of that. I didn't like. I didn't like. Y'all, hey, y'all brought it up. I thought I was just talking like normal. No one asked. Oh, you here we go. Here we go. Oh. Real quick, I just wanted to. So, because somebody, somebody said, somebody said that we have uh, an underlying tone of self hate because <laughs> one because of the swirl segment, which again, whatever. We're not even explaining that again. Uh, we explain it all the time. We just explained. Wait, when didn't we just? Oh no, that's coming up soon. Yeah, but look, the no, wait, segment, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, what's the followers' name? Uh, the, like their name, like, Chef Keep Kicks 8 Chef Keep Kicks Eight. Uh, if you could go to jamesthirdcomedy.tumblr.com, I wrote a post about exactly what you're talking about. I'm not going to yell at you because I wrote something about it. Please read it. And then let's talk. And then he, uh, then, cause he also said the constant need for unnecessary include. The only reason we're reading this, by the way, is that we get five star podcast readings all the time. Mm. So sometimes there's a lot of address. Cause I feel like, you know, when somebody is like, 
it's it's not just pure hate. Mm. It's like you know, I I like I want to I want to talk some things out sometimes. You, and you can't talk on iTunes reviews. The, <laughs> the an underlining tone. Okay, wait, wait, blah blah blah. The constant need for unnecessary inclusion on a podcast about the exclusion of black voices in Hollywood comes off as pandering to the powers at B as well as contradicting to the cause. So I'm guessing they're talking about when we include when we do films of people who are not just black. In which I'll say, like, first of all, the powers that be, <laughs> what? The powers yeah. that be are also not including these other races that we're doing. They're not including Indian uh, leading actors. They're not including, uh, a, a, like, Asians. Asian. They're not including women of color. I'm, not also, including- I'm also just very interested to know what episodes and how many episodes that person listened to. Because cause we do also say, like, we we are actors so we want to like we're talking about this but yes we want to jump in hollywood too so I mean, like also like somebody saying panda no, but, like, but, i'm not but, about to uh, no yeah no i don't think any of us are pan- we've we've also openly why, said yeah, i don't but i i sincerely don't understand why that's considered pandering yo hey you know what anyway i'm not gonna yell at this person because in my mind i want to Right, but what I'm simply saying is, is that if you if you listen to this podcast more than once, and what comes off if you listen to multiple episodes is pandering, I'm okay if he stops or she. It's like yeah. if you feel like if you listen to this enough and you feel like oh this is pandering to like white people or to like the powers that be, which is what I'm assuming white. Well, what does that mean? Well, that's what I don't understand because yeah. it says the constant need for unnecessary inclusion on a- unnecessary inclusion. because to me inclusion to me. Pe- <laughs> To me, the whole point of inclusion is it should not yeah, be unnecessary. That's, but the that point, sounds like the point inclusion is what we're talking that, about. That's the whole point. The point, the inclusion is necessary. So the whole point is to get everyone to be on the same page and to get everyone to be as one. Everyone is just human beings. So if you feel like this podcast does not boost up, what? I mean, I, I'm, I'm confused on what the question is. No, well, but I, it, but it does. Saying, it sounds it's like saying, it that, it's like, saying like, that we we have an, a tone of self hate. I, I legitimately don't. Anyway, sorry. No, I, I'll put it to you this way, and I'm not speaking for everybody. Mm-hmm. I will never stop questioning Hollywood. I will never stop questioning what black people do to aspire to be greater. I will never stop questioning what directors and writers do. And I will never, and this is whoever the fuck this person is, I will <laughs> never so stop trying to include everyone. Because if you're sitting here listening to this podcast, you don't fucking get it. You don't get it. If you sit here right now and you're like, oh, yeah. why do we need to include everybody? You don't understand the right. basis of right. what it is to be an but individual or a human say, being. I will so say that this. person, should, I, I, okay. because I know you want to yell at the person and the person probably should open up a little bit more. But to be fair to that person, we started with a mission statement in an episode a year ago that specifically talked about black people, black men in films right and then we didn't the world just isn't black but you know what i mean like yeah the world just isn't black uh we decided to include people because we believe that that is important right it's because all, it's a it's part the of theme, us it's the theme of what we've been talking about yeah. the inclusion of black actors because <laughs> and, we are black and, and, and then it's like and we also want other races the that thing have been to be ignored clear, to also be included. The thing to be clear is there are there are no powers that be. Uh, our beautiful bosses, Jake and Amir, do not make us do anything on the show. In fact, oh uh, yeah, no, we 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 the, 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 everything is uh, propelled by us. We have a mission that we 
are doing ourselves. So I'm sorry you feel like there are powers that be. Sounds like maybe you also need to just check your conspiracy uh, uh, theories a little bit. Um, but we're do we are doing this for for us and for the people. What that is this person is- doing to help? People? Oh goodness! Oh goodness! <laughs> this person. What, no, I'm saying no, oh, no, no. Seriously, <laughs> if you got something, like if you're oh, out there no. and you're like, I don't know, if you're at school <laughs> teaching kids, like, if you're at school teaching kids, if you're like out there helping the Black Lives Matter movement, if you're doing something besides sitting here at home or wherever you are doing nothing to help people of color or p- minorities. Shut the fuck up! But if you are doing something, tweet me and be like, you know what, I feel offended because you're mad. I'm just saying, I do this, and I think you can do this. That's how you have a conversation. You saying self-hate. Get me off of this thing. All right. Next week. Oh, my God. Next week, we fulfill this man's request and do, if we review Long Kiss Goodnight, <laughs> Star Chief oh and Samuel Jackson. Clearly, there oh is some self hate because no. we reviewed the Long Kiss Goodnight. So go, uh, don't watch it, but uh, listen. <laughs> next week. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. That was a HeadGum podcast. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!